following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. Thursdays on the Huge Show across Michigan are brought to you by Josh Garvey and his team at Bean Garter. At the end of the year, they'll be merging with Dorn Mayhew from the east side of the state, and they'll be stronger together. They can help your business from retirement planning, payroll, audits, tax help, and more. Go to BeanGarter.com to find out about the merger and also how Bean Garter is stronger together with Dorn Mayhew. That is B-E-E-N-E-G-A-R-T-E-R.com. Thursdays on the Huge Show Across Michigan are presented by Josh Garvey and his team at Bean Garter. Are you ready for huge opinions on the Lions, Tigers, Wings, Pistons, Michigan, MSU, and every sports team in the state of Michigan, it's time for the huge show. From the east side to the west side to the UP, the huge show is on air statewide on the Michigan Sports Network. Voice your huge opinions now at 1 866 838 HUGE. That's 1 866 838 4843. Now, the huge one, Bill Simonson. Thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome into the huge show all across Michigan. Eric Zane filling in for Bill. And uh, boy, you know, so many thoughts go through my head whenever I'm lucky enough to do this show. Thank you very much for listening all across Michigan. Uh, Every time this show starts and I hear that amazing voice of that nice lady that you guys have there, Brett. Oh, my, she is... Can you maybe uh, uh, have her record something like it's Eric Zane, something like that? Because she really makes me happy. I can't tell you how good that woman sounds. I don't know if I should know. <laughs> how did you How did you guys find her? I don't know. Marty did somewhere. Oh, my yeah. gosh. She is a talent. Puts me in the mood, Brett. I mean, <laughs> mood to sports radio. Of course. Of course, sports radio, which I know nothing of, which is yet another miracle as to how I could possibly be invited here on the huge show all across Michigan on this amazing radio station, 96.1 The Game, and all these other uh, amazing stations as well. I, I can't name them all. I have no idea. I just know that every time I turn on, Bill says we are on 19 great radio stations across this state. We need someone in Ohio. We need a radio station in Ohio. Can you imagine the mutiny if we had a station in Columbus with the world's Michi- uh, biggest Michigan honk? Bill Simonson on the air, they would go crazy there. Which brings me to this. You're wondering, where is Bill? And that's sometimes a guarded secret. Now, Brett doesn't know this, but Bill, right now, as we speak, is in the middle of his excursion at the Jim Harbaugh Fantasy Camp. That's right. This is the big day for the Jim Harbaugh Fantasy Camp, and Bill is there. And I, you, you haven't heard about this? I haven't heard. No. Okay, yes. So they get there. They have to have. They all have to dress like Coach Harbaugh. So Bill <laughs> has the uh, uh, khakis and the the Harbaugh gear, and it's it's a little uh, warm. So he's wearing like a Harbaugh tank top, oh. like a maize and blue wife beater almost. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, he's walking around. He's got the hat. He's got the glasses. He's got the headsets and the campers. Bill being one of the campers, uh, get to have lunch with the coach, and do other various things. In fact, I was just talking to Bill. They're reenacting the scene. Do you remember the Michigan State game, Brett, where they were in the tunnel, the Michigan players, and the Spartan players were bashing the Michigan yes. guy to get the full experience? Bill is playing the part of the player who got hit with the helmet. 
And so they even called upon the various Spartan players who were involved in that. And those are the guys who are swinging the helmets at Bill. So <laughs> I cannot wait to get the uh, lowdown of uh, what's going on at the Jim Harbaugh fantasy camp. Bill gets to have his own press conference. You know, he'll love that. Oh, yeah. And uh, we'll have all the uh, audio and video available on the huge show.net. That is an amazing website. Uh, he's going to want to hear from you, too, as well, on various uh, his various social media. Uh, your reaction to the video of him getting beaten by the guys with the helmet. Uh, in the evening, Jim Harbaugh is going to be sleeping in the bunks with uh, with the other campers. So, I mean, just all around a, uh, a, a, a joyous week for Billy Simonson, the world's Michigan, uh, the world's biggest Michigan honk, who I've said to him many times he is. Now, he has predicted that Michigan will be undefeated this year, 12-0. Okay, so that means they will be competing for a national championship. I believe he picked the Spartans to win four games this year, which, no surprise, uh, that Bill picked that. I thought, frankly, he was going to do 0-12. But 4-8 is his prediction, so Spartan Nation cannot be liking that. Uh, I uh, think that the Spartans are going to have a wonderful year, and I would love to see. See, that's why I started with Bill. I go, Bill, I'll be Spart- I'll be all in on the Spartans. You'll be all in on your Wolverines like you are every single year where you have to go on this radio station and act like you know, you're impressed with the Spartans, even though you're not and you can't stand them, and you love the Michigan Wolverines. So, Spartan Nation, it's your opportunity to get through on the phone today. 866-838-HUGE. That's 866-838-4843. If you like the Wolverines, you are not allowed to call in. In fact, all Wolverine fans are banned from listening. You actually can't listen today. You've been banned. It's Spartans only here. So 866-838-HUGE, 866-838-4843. You can also text in. Just text the word HUGE, HUGE, to 21,000, Brett. Wow. How about that? You are on point. I am. I prepared for this. I prepared for this. I always do. I know. Never. <laughs> I never prepare. So, uh, so glad to be here. We've got a lot to get to today, uh, including Anthony Clark, who filled in like a boss yesterday on this show. Now, Anthony is a guru on the NBA. Okay, so he came in, he did the show, he's going to join us in the next hour to talk about God knows what, because I like to test his knowledge on other things as well, because the dude is just happening, and so I'm so glad he'll be joining us as well here on the huge show all across Michigan. But joining me right now in the studio, the one, the only, as Bill likes to call him, the godfather of hockey, especially in West Michigan and beyond, the one and only Dog Thompson. Dog, welcome back to the show. Yeah, thanks for having me. It's always a pleasure. Indeed, indeed. So uh, we meet again, summer in full swing. You just finished up Prospect Camp. Yeah, down in Detroit there, Little Caesars Arena, we had about uh, 46 guys uh, draft camp of all the draftees and invitees for the last five six days okay so you have the most recent draft class which is probably uh let's see i'm looking at like maybe 10 12 guys yeah um nate danielson that palinka augustine gibson all those guys were there and uh they had um two and a half hour ice sessions and uh development Skill, skilled in development. Okay, so you're there with the entire team, brand new coaching staff in Grand Rapids, including uh, Brian Lashoff. 
Yep, uh, new new D coach Brian Lashoff, which I was overjoyed to see. Uh, I, I I had a hunch that he did. Did you have a hunch? Yeah, I kind of knew halfway through the year that that was his last hurrah, and uh, they wanted him, you know, to develop and uh, right. be a coach there since he's just such a good mentor to the kids. Anyways. Absolutely, fourteen year career playing hockey, and then at the end of it, he was like the walking wounded. I hope he's healing up. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I said to him at camp. I go, isn't it nice you don't have to uh, walk home with a puck mark in your ribs or your mouth? Right, right. And this guy laid it out for years and years and years. Oh, yeah. He's he's still wearing a brace to coach, so he doesn't blow out his knee again. Right, right. He's got to take it easy. Yeah. So then when I uh, I texted um, Brian at the end of the season, and I was like, you know, just, hey, all right, man, just good to see, good to hear that – I was congratulating him on his career. And he was, okay, I'll be seeing you around. And I went, hmm. Now, I know he still lives in the area, but I was like, to me, that was a hint that uh, that, that Lash would be uh, would still be with the organization. So that's very, very cool. Yeah, it was neat. Like he said, he was going to give one more year, you know. He took that contract, and then afterwards, or halfway through the year or whatever, he kind of expressed his, you know, player development slash, you know, helping out the young guys. So... It, it happened. Okay, so that's that's tremendous. So uh, with all the group that's there and you're uh, looking at uh, all these new young players, as these guys show up here, um, are they all grasping what, what has happened to them? Or are they all deer in the headlights? Is there anyone who stands out to you as someone? Because I would imagine that they're looking for not only uh, their expertise, but um, how they're responding to all of a sudden you are drafted by an NHL team. Oh, it's definitely a deer in the headlights. You know, they're making it to the big time now. They see an 18,000-seat arena. They see a locker room, you know, that's $6 million with a chef in the middle of it. You know, they have... There's a chef in the oh, middle of it. What oh, do you yeah. mean? Chef Bill there is there. He's in the locker room? room? Oh, yeah. He's like giving them food? They're uh, making them breakfast, dinner, and lunch whenever they want it. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. So they can just go in and get, like, in between periods, make me a burger. I mean, he's he's there all day and all night. Well, that's that's fantastic. Yeah. So, uh, and then take me through it. You said you did, how how much time during each day are they are they uh, supposed to? So there is six forty shuttle in the morning. Um, they get to the rink. They warm up. They do an off ice workout. Um, they're there till four thirty in the afternoon. Um, they have a two and a half hour ice session. I mean, they go through video. They have skills. Um, Lisa McDonald takes them, teaches them how to eat correctly. Like it, it's, it's a, how to eat correctly. It's, it's a whole day of like what to put in your body to fuel your body for an NHL season. So the, now do they have some knowledge of this going in or are there some players who are like, what? I don't even know what the heck you're talking about. I mean, the last like five, six years, yeah. Before that, it was like like... I always tell everybody the Red Wings were really good when they drank pizza and beer during the Darren yeah, McCarty and Chris Draper days. Those guys, they they played amazing on beer. Little Caesars pizza and beer, man. <laughs> they should go back to that. I, I try, I try to tell them that, but they they don't want to listen. It's like you're all, you're overthinking it. Let's just go. Okay, forget the chef. Just bring in a case of beer and some pizza, and then we'll go have fun. What it's about, man. That's how, that's Push how we the one cooler in the middle of the room. Yes, yes. Uh, you have a lot of knowledge in this, not only from well, you've seen more hockey than anybody else, but you play but you play hockey as the equipment manager of the Grand Rapids Griffins, uh, and for the Detroit Red Wings uh, back during playoff runs when we had those. Uh, but uh, you know, you've do you think you could ever coach? Have you ever thought about? Even youth hockey? Have you has that ever crossed your mind? You know what? That that's a funny thing because 
I could go into an interview and talk my way into it, being a head coach in a heartbeat. <laughs> like, I mean, I've I've been through 13 head coaches. I ask them all what's going on. Like, if you wanted me to do an X and O on the paper, 100%. I could tell you how to left wing lock, lock it down, play your defense, you know, one, two, two, like whatever you want to do. Like, I've been through it all, but I'm good where I'm at in the back. <laughs> You like the you like the low key, yeah. Okay, like a coach is hired to be fired, right? Like you know, Isn't that's, that the, that's the that's the sad thing, and ninety five percent of them know that. But I just like to be in the back and make everybody look good. So yeah, there can only be so, one team that wins every year, you know. And uh, if you're not part of that, you have a, a shelf life that's pretty short. Yeah, for sure. And that's the same thing with, with a player, too. We just got the news today that 2018 first-round draft pick, Philip Zadina, is being waived, which yep. is remarkable. Yep, contract has been expired, and he'll be moving on to either another NHL team or he'll find himself in Europe maybe playing in the KHL. Yeah, boy, that's it's, it's hard to imagine that. Actually, it seems long like a long time if you don't perform i mean he had five years uh 2018 drafted and now here we are and uh that's it that's that's kind of a bummer when you think about it first round draft pick and we've got nothing to show for it yeah i mean like uh you have your three three excuse me your three-year entry contract if you don't do anything for those first three years or if you sign you're in a one-year two deal and if you don't do your job then that's why they draft 15 people a year because you're just to the back of the list and they're right. hoping the next guy does what you didn't do. So um, nearly every player that's drafted, except for maybe the first one, maybe two, uh, is is doing that, fighting for their lives uh, in leagues like the AHL or maybe in Europe or something like yeah, that. Yeah, for sure. Like uh, in Detroit, never gave you anything free. It didn't matter who you were. You were going to the minors to, right. you know, to be better and then uh, go from there. But like... Connor Bedard's going to be like Connor McDavid. Like he he's going to be able to play. He's going to make an impact in the NHL right away. Now these other kids are 18 years old. They're going to go play another year to their overage, and then they're going to show up, and either they're going to be good or they're going to have to come to Grand Rapids and you know battle for a spot. Have you ever uh, seen a player that's just walked in in a situation like you just finished, and you could sense right away something was different about that player, whether it was how they carried themselves, walked or talked, or maybe even performed on the ice, that you thought, this guy's going to make it, and you were right in that. Thomas Tatar. Thomas Tatar, and um, I would say Nick Cronwell was really good, and even um, Valtteri Filpula. Like, mm-hmm. like, you just saw him. Like, they were there during that lockout area, and we were you know, year and a half, and you're just like, Crowner's lighting up people in our league at 19, 20 years old. Like, the guy from Cleveland, I remember, playing his day, coming through the middle, just blew him up, knocked him out. He's probably 6'3". Crowner just crushed him. So I got to see Cronwald before Cronwald right. was cool in Detroit. Yep, yep. And that's neat. that's neat for me to see the kids as they're young develop and then go on and, you know, make their millions and millions of dollars. Do you feel that way about Moritz Sider? Yeah, Sides is a good, so good player. So, so we kind of left him out, but you, but he is in that in that. Oh yeah, like if we didn't that have that COVID year, I think our team would have been elite. Like we were flying, we were going. Then COVID hit; they all went home, and now Detroit's like, oh, we have this really good player, Marie Sider. Uh, bro, did you watch him for a year in Grand Rapids? Right. Because he's 18 years old and he's playing like he's 32. Right, right. He has old man strength at a young age. Oh yeah, 100 percent, and smart. 
Right. Great draft pick. Like nobody thought nobody thought he was going to get drafted. And then when he got drafted by Detroit, everybody's like, whoa, what's this kid from Germany? Who is he? And then they did their homework, and they should get an A-plus for that. Yeah, I, he strikes me as a, t- as a type of guy that you can actually build a team around. Definitely. And Great kid, too. Has fun. Like, dances around the room yeah. with his shirt off, and Elton John, and just has fun. Yeah, that, fun. that culture. Yeah. That good culture of, you know, having fun and enjoying your job instead of just, oh, I got to play hockey, dump the puck, and uh, hit somebody. No, like, he has fun. He has fun with his teammates, and makes everybody better and makes it lighter. Yeah, so when they are having fun, the team's going to have a better opportunity to win when they're actually enjoying what they're doing, the camaraderie, the team building, all that stuff is all very, very important. Hard. Very, 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 very important in the minors because you're with each other every day. You're living together. You're on a bus for eight hours together. You get off that bus, you have dinner together. Like, that's that's the minors is... Like Jim Nill said, he he had the GM of uh, the Dallas Stars. He said, the most fun I've ever had was in the minors because I got to actually know my teammates because you're always with them. Did the Red Wings, do you think, during the cup run those years, have that type of vibe in their locker room where it was they had the vibe of a minor league team where they were all together and they were all buddies and then also they would beat the hell out of you on the ice. Yeah, and that's and that's why they did that. Because you know if you mess with Chris Draper, you're going to get Joey Kosher in your face or Darren McCarty. So, yeah, that was definitely 100% the culture. Even when I showed up there, I'd walk in the room and you'd have five or six guys, you know, just come up to me and, like, I felt like I was part of it right away. And I'm like, this is awesome. This is, you know, this is what you want. Right. You know, you had, like, I could go on for days about the great guys that were back in Detroit back in the day. The cohesiveness off of the ice showed up on the ice. So it was kind of like interchangeable between what was happening on the ice and off the ice, which led to victories. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. One team, you know, one person out there all working together to do the goal. You were the, in, on the 08 Cup Run team, correct? Correct. Because the season ends in Grand Rapids, obviously yeah. doesn't end in Detroit. They call you, you work with the team uh, for your duties, and yep. you, so you see it and you lived it. Um, is How do you train somebody to do that? I mean, do you just have to like, okay, I just have to draft somebody and hope that they're good for the locker room or just hope that these guys gel in some ways? Um, now that now actually the GMs or player development go in and interview the guys before they draft them. So they can kind of pick out like if you're about yourself like, hey, like if you and this guy are doing this, like how do you feel about, you know, this? Like a scenario. And then if you answer, well, I need my 50 points so I can get my bonus. Well, mm-hmm. The other guy's wide open. You better give it to him. That shows you you're a good teammate. And yeah. I mean, back in the day, you could say it was 80-20. Now it's 50-50 on, you know, yeah. your... Uh, hard work and attitude is, gonna, yes. is going to be felt by uh, management when they're trying to find out who to, who to put on the team, yeah. I'm guessing. Um, I just saw one of uh, my favorite players who I think epitomized the hard work just retired. Darren Helm. How about that guy? You remember him when he was a kid, Ken? Coming through that guy's motor. Oh, yeah. He could fly. Number 15 for the Griffins. Like, he was was a good left-handed shot, could fly, and I was so happy that he actually made a career, and then he left, 
won a cup with Colorado, so right. he's a two-time Stanley Cup champion. You could look up online um, Darren Helm penalty kill. It's it's a fantastic yeah. video that uh, most people who know anything about hockey have seen for whatever. I forgot the scenario, but I think we, well, we, we were a man down, and he had the puck, and I think he had the puck for two minutes. Chicago Blackhawks in the in uh, the Stanley Cup semifinals. He was down in the corner, like, line change, and he had, to, he had the puck actually for 25 seconds on his stick. <laughs> Back and forth, just killing the penalty, and then he got to the bench and he was toast but he definitely did his job and worked hard oh my god boy this dog i tell you what you are uh, a wealth of knowledge and very interesting to have you on here i'm looking forward to uh, more segments if you have any questions or comments about the uh, red wings what's coming up for them or just anything at all in fact if you want to ask uh, i don't know marital advice to dog thompson uh he can help you with just about anything lawn care um, cigars. He's also he knows everything there is to know about cigars. Eight hundred eight six six eight three eight huge is what I meant to say. Wait, did I get that right? One eight hundred eight six six eight three eight huge. One eight six six. I don't need the eight hundred. No one eight six six though. Yeah, but yeah, the eight hundred is no, it is not in there. Yeah, you don't want to. One that eight, That's like too many numbers. Damn it. Eight six six eight three eight huge. Is there a sponsor on the phone line that I need to know of? Like, is it like? something beer oh that's the if a listener's gonna call in that's a mercantile bank listener line oh that's clumsy and wordy or what it's a, I, that sounds great i love it mercantile bank hotline 866-838 huge mercantile bank we love them they're the best give us a call and i've got another segment coming up with the one and only dog thompson on the huge show across michigan from Detroit to Petoskey, this show is huge. There are 13 folds that bring the American flag to the iconic shape of freedom. This summer, Folds of Honor and Budweiser celebrate 13 years of changing military and first responder lives together. Service never stops, and neither will we. So join me in raising a Budweiser to raise funds for Folds of Honor. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch, Budweiser, Lagerbeer, St. Louis, Missouri. Bill Simonson here with a message from my good friend Josh Garvey. Now, he's the new managing shareholder for Bean Garter. At the end of the year, they'll be merging with Dorn Mayhew, and they'll be stronger together as one of America's top accounting and business firms. And speaking of business, if you're a business owner, decision maker, Bean Garter has retirement planning services in combination with Dorn Mayhew that can help take a lot of work off of your plate. Third-party administrator for 401k and 403b plans. They plan, document, design, and have maintenance of all plans. They can help you today. Go to BeanGarter.com for more information, annual employer reporting, Form 589955 preparation and filing, and compliance testing. So let Bean Garter help you with your retirement planning services for your company. Stronger Together now with Dorn Mayhew. You can find out more at BeanGarter.com. That is B-E-E-N-E-G-A-R-T-E-R.com. Elevate your night out at the legendary Roots Chris Steakhouse. Now open at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Start with the finest cuts of USDA prime beef. Pair that with handcrafted cocktails, signature signs, and Roots legendary hospitality, and you've got yourself one incredible night. Roots Chris Steakhouse has arrived. Make a reservation at RootsChris.com for your incredible night at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Your getaway reimagined. 
Bill Simonson here for my good friends from Westside Beer Distributing. Now, they're proud to support the Folds of Honor Scholarship Program, benefiting the families of fallen and injured soldiers and our first responders. Folds of Honor provides scholarships for education to ensure our heroes' children can attend college. And Westside Beer Distributing has contributed over $100,000 since the program started and will be donating another $15,000 this summer to the Folds of Honor to help a local hero's child. Anheuser-Busch, which is the Folds of Honor's longest standing partner, has donated over $21 million to the cause. Budweiser and Bud Light will continue to honor Folds of Honor this summer with special edition 16-ounce aluminum bottles. Look for them at a bar, restaurant, or retailer near you and support this great cause. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. Motor City Sports Talk, 93.5 and 99.1 FM and 94.7 HD2. Is this mic on? Is this mic on? Uh, It's The Huge Show all across Michigan. Typically, when the music comes on, the amazing Motley Crue, that means we're back. I didn't realize that. Brett, how are you, buddy? You're doing a fantastic job. Thank you, man. You, you, you always too. seem like you're stifling laughter when I'm in here. That, a little bit. You're a funny guy. Yeah, uh, Really? Yeah, I I'm think funny you're funny. guy. Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, anyway, the huge show is all across Michigan. Bill at uh, Jim Harbaugh Fantasy Cap Camp in, uh, in Ann Arbor right now. Uh, he is actually in the Bo Schembechler experience on the sidelines. And um, what he does in that is the players then at the Jim Harbaugh Fantasy Camp and the Bo Schembechler experience, the players, either Bill will call them out and then he'll grab them by the face mask. You know, old school. That's what you did back in the day, Brett. You know, the coaches like Woody Hayes or Bo Schembechler. You know, it isn't like today where they just say, come on out of the game. And they say, yeah, you sit down. Uh, you, you like would punch a guy in the stomach or something like that. So Bill is, uh, as I understand it, he's punched two or three players, grabbed their face mask, and he's uh, feeling good about that. So there you go. <laughs> Maybe we'll hear from Bill later on. I don't know. I don't know. I, I'm, I've got a text in, and perhaps we can uh, hear from him. So anyway, 866-838-HUGE. That's 866 838 Four eight four three on the Mercantile Bank phone line of America to the Huge Show. Listener sponsored Mercantile. Get all your banking done at Mercantile Bank today. Dog Thompson from your Grand Rapids Griffin slash Detroit Red Wings is our guest here. How many years now have you been doing that? Nah, this will be year twenty seven. Twenty seven. Oh my no. god, and that's twenty seven years the team has been here. Twenty eight. Twenty eight. Yeah. Who did it the first year? He must have been horrible. Uh, uh, Tim Paris. He was uh, here for the first, I think, uh, three years. And then I had uh, Rob Flaff as one year. And then I became the guy after that. Okay. So, dude, one, two, and then that was it. Right. Now, did they just, were they really bad at it? Or did they just uh, uh No, Tim went, Tim went back and uh, became a school teacher in Anirondack, New York. And then... Um, Rob Flaff went over to Sweden because that's where his wife was from and started doing it over there. Okay. Okay. So uh, give us a, uh, some of the tricks of the trade of being an equipment manager because might pe- most people might be like, well, what, what exactly? If you had to explain to them what you do, uh, how would you describe the equipment manager position? 
I run a half a million dollar budget on skates, sticks, gloves, pants, anything the player needs. Um, my job is to have it or get it and uh, get it quickly so they can perform to the best of their ability. Does that money ever run out on you? No. You got to be, you got to smartly spend it. Correct. Okay, so what happens if it does? Do you have to go to somebody and say, we need more money for these guys? Uh, then I get yelled at. Yeah, I get yelled at, and then I say, well, you know, my job is to make sure the players are on the ice ready to go. And, you know, it's a professional league one step away from the NHL because, like I said, back in the day when we first started, we had two pairs of skates for a guy. They were five, 500 bucks, maybe. Well, when Riley Barber was here, or Joel Esperance, they go through a pair of skates every two months. So they're getting five pair of skates a year. The budget's bigger. The sticks are now three hundred and thirty nine dollars a piece. A piece. And Joel, I think, went through fifty four of them last year. So that's oh. uh, that shows you, you know, you, like when you're at the games and you know the guys are giving their sticks out like right. candy over the glass. Yeah. Static B red dog isn't very happy. You don't like that. Just well, I mean, I mean, it's away. okay, but like when you have a sign, you're holding it up every game, saying, "Hey, can I have this for a piece of Twizzlers?" I'm like, bro, go get them one broke out of the back, and they won't know the difference. Well, yeah, you should have like a stash of just, you know, like little tyke sticks or, I don't know, the wood ones maybe. And like and like even after the games, like when the guys are the first yeah. star of the game, I tell them to come in, I grab one out of the corner that's broke yeah. or they're not using anymore and give them that one so they feel, right. you know, like they're doing something. And, right. you know, the... The guy there is happy that they get a stick. Absolutely. So. Well, the fans are always trying to get even the broken ones, which that you, if the stick breaks, you need, Dog Thompson needs to get that broken stick back, correct? Well, I, what I do is um, I either take it to the zone if, you know, they want to, you know, buy the stick or if it's broken half, I donate them to um, Hattrick Barbecue, Requipped it's called. Um, I send them out to California for special needs kids that make them into like a, uh, barbecue tools or like a, oh, yeah. all that kinds of different like, stuff. So it gives them a job stuff. and then they, uh, then they can live on their own. And it's, 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 it's more than just a broken stick to them. It's their life. And, uh, how did you living come life. in to know those people? That sounds like a very unique, uh, yeah, they, uh, John Laughlin is actually the guy. He, uh, he emailed me probably six, seven years ago and was like, Hey, we want to get some of these sticks so we can make reefs in the ocean. For, mm-hmm. you know, sure. and, and I was like, okay, cool. That's, that's neat. So we did that for a while. And then he branched out to these special needs kids and all this. So they can, uh, it, it's neat. It's called requipped. They have, you know, spatulas, you know, tongs, like So if I just brushes. looked up R-E-Q-U-I-P-T. Yeah. yeah. Or, or hat trick barbecue. It's, um, nice. it's, it's definitely a cool little site. And then at Christmas time, I usually give a guy stick to them. Then they make the player with the name on it, and they get their own barbecue set. That's excellent. Yeah. I had no idea. Yeah. So you see the players giving away the sticks, and maybe you're like, hey, come on now. I've got, we've got, the, we've got the, the ones that are less expensive here. Maybe give those away. Or, or, or broken ones. Like, I mean, if you're going to use it to, you know, tomorrow for practice or whatever, like, like I said, I only have so much money to spend. But, you know, at the end of the day, it's, you know, them people are the ones paying, you know, their salary so they can go play. And my salary, so you got to treat them right, and that's always been my thought from the beginning: is your fans are the people that make you get to do what you want to do. Right. So respect them, and you know, and talk to them, and do what you got to do to 
bring more fans in. Now, for those who don't know, when a player like finishes a shift, he comes back to the bench, and it might take a minute or two before he's focused on the game again. You have to watch every single second of every single game, laser focus, because if something something goes wrong with the stick, they're going to come back to the bench. If you're not ready with the stick, that's trouble. Yeah, that's definitely you know two hours, two hours and twenty minutes of focus time. And I like to watch my guys, so that's fine with me. But, yeah, when I hear a crack or snap or something, I'm looking right there to the knob. I don't have numbers on them. I just have their knobs because I know which each player, you know, how they, top, hop, the top of their stick looks like. So that's how I grab it. So wait, wait a minute here. So are they, are they lined up by number? They're lined up by number. But like, like a Turner Elson, like let's just say him, I know what his curve is. Joel Esperance, like I know what his top is. And I just grab it from there and go. And and the knob is the is the tape wound up On in the a particular top. way. Yep. Does anybody not have tape? Um, it's it's illegal to not have tape oh, on the okay. top of your button, but yeah, we have a couple guys that don't do that. If you do, if you have very little, is it more painful to to stab somebody with it? Because I think, I, well, I mean, I mean, it's easier to stab them. Yeah, one hundred percent. I mean, it's called butt ending. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. And I love it's it. It's only a two minute penalty, so why not do it? Sure. Just, just, just right in the ribs. Yeah, right in the spleen. You know what? Two things happen. Five on, five on four. You kill it. You get a power play. Gets, gets a better percentage, and the guy looks tough. Yeah, absolutely. That's one of the things I've loved is the fact that you can have a major, uh, like an incident where if it happened in any other sport, it would be, you know, the end of days. If two players in baseball or basketball happen to actually touch each other with a punch, oh, yeah. it would it's, you know, massive suspensions. And then hockey, you go sit, you, you get to take a break and drink water and flirt with girls. Is there, there, there's nothing better. Talk than smack that. to you and the other oh, guy yeah. in the box, too. Oh, yeah. I, well, I used to do that. I don't do that anymore, though, Brad. I don't Why? know that about. Well, yeah, things got a little weird one time. I got a little too loose-lipped, and that uh, wasn't, it wasn't That's good. hockey, though. That is hockey. 100%. You know, I mean, some of those guys, you can always tell the ones that are easy to talk to. Uh, some don't want to talk to me. So if I do happen to roll the dice and say, hey, how's it going, or whatever, uh, sometimes they'll get stink eye or they'll tell me to shut the hell up or something like that. It happens all the time. Yeah. yeah. Well, we'll put them out in the parking lot. Right, right. Um, have you ever had a moment when the teams are going at it, like if the goalie's going to fight the goalie and whatever and players are going to match off coaches? Do, do you, I mean, is there any equipment managers? Is there like ever disagreements between equipment managers at any one point? You really want me to tell you this? Yeah, I do. I really okay. do. So we're in Rockford in 2013. The okay. night, the, let's start the night before. We were at a bowling alley and a team function, like team get together. Like yeah. I said, we're always together. Right, right. Bonding. So, so I went, you know, whatever. We bowled. We had fun that night. The next day we played. Well, we were playing Rockford in the pink of the rink night in yeah. Rockford. So we're, we're dusting. I'm like, this is the year we win the cup. Like our team's legit. Like Riley Sheehan's taking the face off. And then Kyle Beach just starts beating the wheels off him. Yep. <laughs> fight, fight, fight. I'm sitting over by Blash and Jimmy Pack, and I'm like, watch this. This is going to go down. And next thing you know, just starts beating the wheels off Sheehan. He's turtling. Fight comes off, and Blash and I at the same time take Mark Louis Aubrey uh-huh. and take him and throw him on the ice to go get the guy that's beating the wheels off Sheehan. So now it's f- six on five, and then the benches just go. Yeah. So now we're having a big old fight. Tatar's in the corner beating up Adam Clendenning. 
Morales is getting sucker punched by their goalie. Like, I'm just like, holy cow, and this is crazy. And there's video of this, And there's the video way. all over the place. And then there's a guy on their team called Lalonde. I forgot his name, his, his first name. And he chucks one of our sticks at Blash. And for some unknown unre- reason, I grab it right before it hits Blash. Okay. And I'm like, I think I want to be part of this. <laughs> Jimmy Pack, you know, six foot four Jimmy Pack, crazy veins are popping out of his neck, you know, mother effing the other group, like, you know, and I'm like, this is good. This is good. So Brad looks at the two referees over there by the penalty uh-huh, box, uh-huh. walks on the ice pretending like I'm picking up sticks. Uh-huh. And I go over to their bench and I use some explicitives for their uh-huh, coach. Sure, sure. So their coach walks over to me at the end of the bench and I grab him by his tie. <laughs> <laughs> so I grab him by his tie, and I give him a little yank. Like, yeah, like you know, yeah. he's 5'7", like, whatever. Yeah, little buddy. Like, I'll eat you for lunch. L- like so, me. Kind of, yeah. yeah. So, like, I grab his tie, give him a yank. He comes on the ice one thing, and I go, put your hands up, I'm going to fight you. <laughs> and he looks at me, and he's like, you know, and, I, and, and, and like I've told everybody, and I said, listen, that's the one time I would have went to jail just, you know. Yeah. Like, what are you doing? Yeah, I don't. So then Tristan Grant's over there. Okay. Choking Beach. Okay. So he's he comes off the ice, can't barely stand up, gets off the ice and falls down, collapses. And I'm like. Beach does? Yeah. Okay. So now I'm like, should I grab their medical guy and just beat the wheels off him to be part of it? The refs didn't say anything to me because they know him. You know, they yeah. know me mm-hmm. and it's like, okay, whatever. They, they deserve it, whatever. So that all happens. Stuff everywhere, all over the ice. We get through with the game. My blood's pumping out of my throat and my arms, and I just should have dusted them. Yeah. Should have just hit them, and I didn't. So now, 1 o'clock in the morning, my phone rings. You know, it's bouncing. I'm like, what the heck is this? Ben Simon was their assistant coach. In Rockford. In Rockford. Yes. He sent me the video of me pulling their coach off the bench by the time he said you should have hit him. And I was like, no, don't tell me that, man. Like... So oh. next time I get that opportunity, yeah, somebody's yeah. going to eat it. Right, right. Oh, my gosh. You know, what's interesting about that is on that video, uh, I, I don't, if I, is it the type of thing, if I look closely, I can see you meandering over. Are, oh, you, yeah. are you visible? Oh yeah. oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So just search, ladies and gentlemen, Griffin's Rockford uh, uh, Bench Clearing Pink at brawl. the rink. Pink yeah. at the rink night. It was for cancer awareness. Yep. It was so great. I yep. wish it was nonviolence night. Yeah. Oh, fantastic. Dog Thompson. Uh, We got one more segment. I don't know how much time we're going to have in it. Probably just a handful of minutes, but uh, we will be back with more. It is a huge show across Michigan. Everything huge 24-7 at thehugeshow.net. Hey, it's Brett from the Michigan Sports Network for my friends on the DraftKings Casino app. So right now they've got a great deal going for new customers who sign up using promo code HUGE. If you do that and deposit at least $5, you can get a match on that first deposit and score up to $2,000 in casino bonus funds. Pretty simple. All you got to do is sign up using promo code HUGE and you can play the classic games like slots, roulette, and blackjack and exclusive games you can't find anywhere else. And one of the best parts of this app is it's safe, secure, and reliable so you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you're ready. Just download the DraftKings Casino app now and sign up with promo code HUGE and you'll get a match on your first deposit of $5 or more up to $2,000 in casino bonus funds. Only on DraftKings Casino with promo code HUGE. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call the Michigan Department of Health and Human Services Gambling Disorder Helpline at 1-800-270-7117. 21 and up, Michigan only, one per opted-in customer. 
Minimum $5 deposit, max match $2,000. Deposit and bonus amount require 15 times playthrough within 30 days. See terms at casino.draftkings.com slash players choice. Restrictions apply. Hey, this is Matt Shepard from the Michigan Sports Network. I love summers in Michigan because it means golf season. Now, two things always when I go golfing. I make sure I got my sticks, and I've got plenty of cold, fresh Labatt Blue Light. Whether I've just squeezed in 18 holes or I just want to relax on the patio after a long day, everywhere I go, and I'm serious when I tell you this, I tell people about the smooth, genuine taste of Labatt Blue Light. It's just a great beer. Michigan Sports Network is giving you a chance to win a foursome to Michigan's best courses. Just listen weekdays to the huge show and X's and Bros, or just text GOLF to 21,000 to enter. That's GOLF to 21,000. The trip includes two overnight stays and two rounds of golf, all brought to you by my friends at Labatt Blue Light. So grab a Labatt Blue Light the next time you head out onto the course and enjoy the blue skies, because blue is for Michigan summers and great times. Always enjoy responsibly. Copyright 2023 Labatt USA, Buffalo, New York. All rights reserved. Labatt is a registered U.S trademark of Labatt Brewing Company, LTD. Make sure you listen weekly to our Moving Ferris Forward interviews with Ferris President Bill Pink and other leaders who are moving Ferris forward. Find out more about Big Rapids and Ferris and what they have to offer at ferris.edu. We played for the thrill. That rush you feel with the game on the line. I'm Herman Moore, Lions All-Pro Wide Receiver. Now, with Eagle Casino and Sports, the new sportsbook app from Soren Eagle, anywhere I'm at, I'm still in the game. Sign up now and get up to $1,000. That's right, up to $1,000 for a risk-free bet on your next favorite underdog parlay or prop. Eagle Casino and Sports. Made in Michigan, made for Michigan. Must be 21 or older in Michigan to play. Huge here with a reminder that on Thursday, July 20th, 3 until 6 p.m., I'll be broadcasting live on the patio at the North Kent Golf Club in Rockford. And on that Thursday, July 20th, all day long, you can stop out and buy five golf swings for five bucks with all the money going to the Folds of Honor mission. And if you beat my long drive, I could golf with you at North Kent and also pick up the tab for lunch. That's Thursday, July 20th at the North Kent Golf Club in Rockford. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. Wasn't me. Uh-huh. Mm. Oh. The Huge Show is live across Michigan. I, I got to say, Brett, the music you guys have, second to none. Thank you. I love it, man. Uh-huh. Dog Thompson is here. Eric Zane filling in for uh, Huge, who's at uh, Michigan Wolverine Fantasy Camp, Jim Harbaugh Fantasy Camp. He just finished up the Bo Schembechler experience. And uh, now he is on to the Gary Moeller Challenge, which involves drinking in a bar. <clears throat> Chris Davidson Adams is the equipment manager for the Vegas Golden Knights. He's a pal of yours, Doug Thompson. Yeah, he was uh, actually my first uh, assistant there and uh, co-worker down at the Griffins back in the day. And now here he is, uh, part of the Stanley Cup winning Vegas Knights. Yep, uh, went out there for game one to support them. Uh, they won. <laughs> It looked like they were playing an East Coast League team, but uh, they uh, Florida, definitely Florida very good too. What a yeah, run they had in, yeah. uh, in Vegas. Uh, that is uh, is is uh, 
Nosek still? Nosek was in uh, Boston. Okay. Because yeah. he was uh, on the expansion draft. Uh, Nosek, of course, had a history here. He went to Vegas and then ended up winding in. Yes, him and Thomas Tatar. Yes. Now, is what is Tatar? Where, where is he? New Jersey Devils. Oh, my gosh. So they, no. they go ahead and they kick butt. They win the Stanley Cup. And uh, you said Chris Davidson Adams is from Granville, Michigan. Yeah, yeah. Granville Bulldog. He, uh, yeah, I helped him uh, coach. Well, I, I actually coached him when he was in high school as a goalie. For a little bit. Okay. And so there's a chance that that Stanley Cup is going to, he's going to have his time with it as uh, during the offseason, he could bring it back to Granville. Yeah. The the sources tell me that uh, the Cup will be in town here at the end of the month or early next month. So if you know Chris Davidson Adams, that's it's a good time to get reacquainted, is what you're saying. <laughs> yeah. He'll, uh, he's, he, he was all fired up when I had him at the meetings the other day in Phoenix. He, uh, he said he definitely wants to bring it back to his mom and dad. You know, I could talk to you for a long time in addition to this, but we have to, we have to, you have to go. I know there's, uh, there's plenty of things on your day, but, but I appreciate you joining us here. Okay. Yeah. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. And then, uh, yeah, just call me anytime you want. Absolutely. Dog Thompson, the Godfather is Bill likes to call him of hockey in the next hour. The multi-talented Anthony Clark is going to be joining us in here. I might have to play NBA, Stump Anthony NBA Trivia coming up next hour. It's the huge show across Michigan. Big. Bad. Huge. The following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. Thursdays on the Huge Show Across Michigan are brought to you by Josh Garvey and his team at Bean Garter. At the end of the year, they'll be merging with Dorn Mayhew from the east side of the state, and they'll be stronger together. They can help your business from retirement planning, payroll, audits, tax help, and more. Go to BeanGarter.com to find out about the merger and also how Bean Garter is stronger together with Dorn Mayhew. That is B-E-E-N-E-G-A-R-T-E-R.com. Thursdays on the Huge Show Across Michigan are presented by Josh Garvey and his team at Bean Garter. And the Huge Show is back all across Michigan. Eric Zane filling in for Billy. Now, ladies and gentlemen, a little bit behind the curtain. Uh, months ago, I filled in. And apparently at the time when I did that, my face was too close to the microphone. Now, this caused much heartache because Bill was listening. And it it was like... Text messages to Brett saying, oh, my God, you got to get him. He's too close to the mic. It sounds terrible. So now I'm very frightened to be too close to the mic. So much so that just moments ago, Brett said, you're now too far away from the microphone. So... I th- this is yeah, good. Much, much better. This is a good this spot. Perfect. See, to me, it all sounds the same. If you were to compare, in my mind, when I was too close to it, too far away, and right now, it's all the same. But it's not. It's not. I guess I sound like a totally different person. And, you know, people were calling and complaining. There was all sorts of mutiny. 
Uh, All the other radio stations canceled the show for the day because I was too far from the microphone. Nobody could hear you. No, can't Uh, hear. mm -mm. Just dead air. Just dog. It sounded like I was talking like over here. (laughs) Exactly. So that was that was horrible. (laughs) But I, you know, Brett gave me some uh, some advice, and I'm very uh, very very happy for that. Uh, I am a washed up radio guy. I all the radio stations in town. I walk in. I try real hard. Everybody hates me. They give me a box, and I leave. Okay, so somehow I've weaseled my way in here, and I'm very, very grateful for that. There's an important adage that I have, Brett. The days that I keep my gratitude higher than my expectations, those are very good days. Yeah. You know what that means? Yeah. That means, like, count your blessings and don't expect the day to be that good. It's probably going to stink. Mm. So just keep your gratitude high. And then you don't have, and you're not, you're like never let down. Or just keep your expectations low. All, yeah, low expectations. Like today, my expectation is just get out of bed. <laughs> and then my gratitude, I'm really happy that you told me that I was too far from the mic. I'm so happy with that. Yes. Thank you. I'm very happy that I had Brad Dog Thompson in here, the godfather of hockey. A lot of, lot of gratitude there. Talking on 19 great radio stations. And, uh, and all the amazing things, the conversations we're having off of the air, I wish I could share them with you, ladies and gentlemen. But then that would mean this is my last time on the air. <laughs> yeah. You see, I'm learning, Brett. <sighs> anyway, Bill is uh, still hard at work at uh, Jim Harbaugh Fantasy Camp in Ann Arbor right now. And I just, I'm understanding they just did the App State drill. Now, this was from that famous moment when Lloyd Carr was a coach. And Michigan went to win it with a field goal, and it was blocked, blocked. And then App State there picked it up, and it was humiliating. Well, uh, they want all the faithful, the campers, Bill being one of the campers, uh, to line up in that and actually uh, reenact it. And then Bill was running down the sidelines trying to chase the guy who blocked it and was taking it back uh, to win the game for App State. They actually got the App State team that was there when it happened that many years ago. These are all lawyers and doctors now, but they they reenacted it, and Bill was part of it. I understand he lost his shoe when he was chasing after them and twisted his ankle, and he said it's the size of one of those balloons that you get at the circus. It's so swollen, so hopefully he's okay. He will be back on Monday. Is that right? Yes, sir. Because the rumor is I'm coming back here to do this show tomorrow, Brett. That's what I heard, yes. Okay. I hope so. Yeah, I do too. <laughs> There's nothing that I like more than being able to sit in here and do the huge show with you. 866-838-HUGE is the number to call. That's 866-838-4843. We're looking for our first phone call since June on this show. If you want to be part of uh, this, the festivities that we are taking part in right now. Joining me is... Anthony Clark, who filled in like a boss yesterday. Anthony, thanks for sitting in. I appreciate you. Oh, I appreciate you. (laughs) How was it? How was it, your time on the huge show? It was an an experience, to say the least. You know, we talked in previous conversations about how I've hosted my own little sports talk show at Grand Valley, but to be here in a professional studio on a professional network, wow, that was exhilarating. So uh, every time we meet, I always go over the logistics. Mm -hmm. Uh, You've signed on iHeart Grand Rapids when again? April, right at the beginning of April. April, and now here you are. Oh, my gosh. crazy. Life is moving fast. Yeah, it is, man. (laughs) You're happening. Uh, I'm happy. (laughs) Yeah, that is good. That is good. So um, I understand that um, Bill... Mm -hmm. 
you know, this is a man with a pedigree knowledge mm-hmm. about uh, what's right, what's wrong in sports talk radio. Absolutely. Okay. <laughs> um, did he did he call you and give you any pointers? He did. I, you know, he, he told me congratulations. Uh, you know, you, you sounded good. Just some pointers on how to... You know, keep it short and sweet. That's that's his philosophy. And honestly, I, I am a what? talker. So, <laughs> what? Just keep it short and sweet. What do you mean? Bill told you to keep it short and sweet. Listen, <laughs> really? That's his advice to me. Oh, as a as oh, a junior I... in the professional industry. Oh, so so word choice, word economy is important, is what he's suggesting. You know, sometimes I can go off on a tangent. So, <laughs> I, and he doesn't. Like that? <laughs> he said, "Don't do that. That's weird." <laughs> oh, okay. All right. Good to know. Good to know. All right. Did he? Um, did he maybe uh, mess with you at all? all the, you there was know. a rumor that he that he kind of that you uh, he called you up and you're, hey, how are you? Right, and, you're, right. and then he kind of like said, "Oh, that was terrible." Oh, no, honestly, immediately right out of the gates, he said, "Congratulations." I think he might have been you know messing around, oh, saying okay. he was going to tease me when he was talking to Brett prior to calling oh, me. Okay. But mm-hmm. in all seriousness, no, he he you know was nothing but positive towards me, and again, just trying to mentor me and shape me into hopefully a longtime professional in this industry. Did you say shame you? No, shame. shame Excuse you. me. Shape. 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 Okay, because he shames me. <laughs> no, that's only off the air. So <laughs> I'll never forget when I work with Bill across the street, and you know, I that was a it was a different time, <laughs> and it was a different show, and nobody was ready for what I was going to bring to that to that radio station. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, they're busy talking sports, and then here's this idiot on in the morning, not talking sports. <laughs> And he, uh, he's, hey, I like it, I like what you're doing, but uh, no sexy talk. No poopoo caca. There's too much sexy talk, no more of that. And I go, eh, I don't know. I mean, what do you mean? Well, you know what I mean. So he's he's all about that. He likes to keep it on the straight and narrow. And I don't blame him, right. frankly. And that's the only way I can do this show now. Because if I went and started behaving poorly, uh I mean, the headset at Harbaugh Fantasy Camp would come off. He'd jump in uh, in his limousine and be driven back here, right. and then I'd be dead. <laughs> so, <laughs> but anyway, uh, so what did you? Uh, as it unfolded for you, the the show you've got a you got a. I mean, your expertise mm-hmm. is the NBA, right? Yeah, I love it. It's my passion. You, you actually were able to talk for three hours about the NBA? I think at some point, Brett, correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sh- certain at some point, like two-hour mark or something like that, I said, I cannot believe I've actually sat down for this long and talked about the National Basketball Association. I'm not sure if, honestly, I could find enough material in another off-season moment to be able to do something like that. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. It was it was tough. I'm not going to lie. It was tough. But we got through it, and it was an exciting time. I'm, I'm very grateful for my friend who stepped up. Who was? Who? My, my buddy Elijah Beagle. Yep. Elijah was with you? Eli- my boy Elijah, yep. <laughs> Did Bill have pointers for him, too? <laughs> I mean, not, not necessarily. Let At least he didn't tell me. What does he call him? The, the human beagle? I think that's what it was. Oh, has he given you a nickname yet? Has not Bill given cor- you a nickname? I mean, he said, a well, like, nickname? A- ACJ. I mean, that's my like little Twitter you know, name. But, like, well, he'll call me... I don't know, Mr. Hoops Insiders, you know, things like that. It's usually positive yeah, nicknames. Yeah. It's never anything, well, you know. Sometimes he'll, he'll give people nicknames <laughs> yep. that don't make sense. <laughs> like he calls Brett Superfly. 
And we were like, what, is, what the heck is he talking about? Superfly. He's a superfly. He's so just a fly guy. I, I guess. I guess. He thinks he's superfly. So I'm waiting for what he gives you of it. Right, right. Um, so the, with the NBA, you know, here in, uh, on the west side of the state in Grand Rapids, this is actually pretty fantastic, the fact that uh, the NBA champions mm-hmm. – uh, the Denver Nuggets, the G League team is right here. Are you? Have you kind of uh, delved into, tapped into that resource with the team, and to learn more or whatever it is? Have so you, you know, the commentator, uh, Mike, uh, last name escaped me. I love this, Mike. Well, yeah, Mike, phenomenal guy. I love him. I I met him on opening night uh, for the gold this past season and got to sit right next to him and kind of help him out with the live commentating, and that was an absolute blast. And he's someone who is. Just let me know he, he's a good resource as far as being able to potentially cover, you know, high school basketball games, you know, when it comes to commentating, things of that nature. So my hope is that he will be very resourceful for this well, upcoming yeah. season. <laughs> Plus, you got Bikita for God's Absolutely. sake. Absolutely. Oh, yeah, my yep. gosh, this Brett. guy. <laughs> he's fantastic. Nice guy. Absolutely. Yep. I, you know, he's the, the real sports insider when it comes down to it. So I have nothing but appreciation for Brett Bikita. <laughs> if you have two missed calls... One is Brett, Ooh. and one is huge. Ooh. Who gets called back first? I have to say huge when I'm on the air, right? <laughs> no, I'm just playing. Well, again, he's, he's chasing down a guy after a block field goal right now at Harbaugh Fantasy Camp. So he's not going to hear this. Okay. I mean, I, <laughs> the guy who's been putting me on, I have to. You right? have to. Yeah. It, it's Bill. It's Bill Simons. It has to be. It's, yeah. it's my guy. The well, guy whose show I am on right yeah, now. Yeah, and Brett is. Uh, he's very laid back. Yes, I, you know? yeah, I like Brett. You know, I've known Brett since he was your age. Really? Well, are, are you even over twenty-two? Yeah, I'll be twenty-five in like twenty-five. That's right. Twenty okay, days. You were a late days. bloomer. Yep. I knew Brett when he was like nineteen. Wow. At Century, doing like sports cast. Yeah. We used to harass him and make fun of him and like <laughs> stuff like that. He's doing the sport. Like, ah, who is this guy? You need that type of hazing, though. You know, shapes you. Shapes. He, little did we know that he. You see, the thing is, what I love about Brett is he's been around for radio, around radio, and he's never gotten fired from any radio station. I hope that doesn't happen today for right. guys. Like, going radio at will, and then people will look to this and say, "You did it." Oh, my God. But that guy's career, I mean, he built WBBL across the street I, from the ground up. I've, I've come to know that. Come yeah. to find that out. Yeah, yep. I mean, he put it on the map. Yeah. And then uh, he led the charge into it on, on the FM and then yep. eventually wound up over here doing amazing things. On yeah. the, so that you, we're in a prime spot. This is actually a great radio town, West Absolutely. Michigan, for someone in your spot. Because most people, uh, a lot of people, aren't actually getting into radio these days. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to sports, we still need quality people mm-hmm. to present like you want to do. <laughs> and that's the hope, right? Yeah. I, I want to keep on going. So I, I, I'm available. You know what I mean? I, I'm only looking for that next step. So. Dude, you're so smooth. <laughs> you're so smooth at this. I'm not kidding you because I've talked to you about this before. I was so... There's words I can't even use right now for how awful I was. And it took like 10 to 15 years of actually earning income in radio before I could even listen to it and not throw up. Right. (laughs) It was that bad. I mean, we just talked before we jumped on the air. Did I listen, you know, to the, the, the... Post recording of yesterday's show, I said I had to turn it off after the first two minutes because I was cringing. But I jumped back into it, what, like 20 minutes later, and I said, you know what? It's it, it comes with learning, right? It's it's all a learning right, experience. Right. So 
I'm thankful to be at the level that I'm at right now and have the confidence that I have. But trust me, there are plenty of moments where I'm like, wow, that was, I can't believe it, dude. In 25 years, you're going to be at the top of the heap. And I'm going to be like, I talked to that guy. I want to be with a cane. (laughs) Hell, I need the cane now. (laughs) Oh my God. Got the little knee brace. Yeah, I got a knee brace on. This is what you have to look forward to. Okay, I'm 53 years old tomorrow. Okay, really? tomorrow. A happy early birthday. Yes. It's horrible, <laughs> and, and I've developed. I'm developing some type of like weird. Uh, I don't even know how I did it. <laughs> I, have, I mean, most people when they get hurt, right. something fall off a boat, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. Running, it just it just starts hurting so bad. I have to go to the doctor. That's so not, that's, you know. Yeah, not really looking forward to that. Really terrible. <laughs> I mean, I'm on the downside of my career. It's like had, nothing's happening. I'm hurt. God, it's in a tough terrible. spot. Yeah. That's why I look to you. I'm inspired. You're excellent. Thank so, you. So uh, all this blow and smoke, you know, and I I, I, I know I'm, I'm being a, a silly about it, but at the same time, I can't believe you've only been in this for as long as you have. So the, the day is coming. The phone's going to ring. I hope you so. watch, man. I do. Um, there was one more thing I was going to talk to you about. Oh, what was it? I had because I wrote down some notes. Anthony, Anthony Clark trivia challenge. There we go. The Anthony Clark trivia challenge. Now, Brett, this is what I want to do. I want someone who, like, if a person thinks they know the NBA. Now, there's one of two ways we can do this. We could go. Anthony takes them on in the Anthony Clark trivia challenge, or they could try to stump Anthony. With an NBA question. I like them trying to stump Anthony. It's going to be tough. Stump Anthony trivia challenge. He like knows that. his stuff. <laughs> okay. Uh, we'll let, see. Let, let me start. All First right. of all, let's start out easy. Okay. NBA all-time leading scorer. That is... LeBron James. He took the title from... Uh, excuse me. Yeah, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. I don't know why I'm second-guessing myself. <laughs> that sounded terrible. I, like I, I, I kept wanting to say Wilt Chamberlain for whatever reason. <laughs> I know that's nowhere near the truth. Did you ever look up a video about how athletic Wilt Chamberlain was? Oh, absolutely. The dude like, was a freak of nature. Long jump, high jump. Benching, even, everything. Yeah. The, he like literally could do no wrong when right. it came to anything athletic, you know, athletic-wise. I saw a... Um, you see these things online that's say there's six players it mm-hmm. says bench one mm-hmm. and it'll be like tim duncan kareem mm-hmm. and and they'll uh and the and 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 you have to and they and they don't include him mm-hmm. people need if you follow the nba you need to look at just some of the things that guy used to do oh, i mean so just crazy. an absolute freak i think he would dominate today i think he could too i mean a lot of people like to say the old heads couldn't but there's quite a few guys including will who could absolutely average at least 30 and 10 in this league how many teams play in the nba 30 <laughs> which two teams share the record for nba championships one for uh for most yeah it'd have to be the lakers and the celtics Correct. As of 2023, which NBA teams play in California? We have Sacramento, the Golden State Warriors, Los Angeles Lakers, and the Los Angeles Clippers. These are all really easy. (laughs) A child could get these. I could get these. The teams were (laughs) pretty easy. Yeah, these are really bad. (laughs) Which player is the NBA logo modeled after? Oh, my gosh. Jerry West. You almost freaked out I, on that. I, didn't I, you? I wanted to. I almost said. I don't. I'm not going to say that. But yep. 
Uh, boy, this one might be. Who won the very first official NBA basketball game? The very first NBA basketball. Oh, that one. You stopped yeah. me. You got me. <laughs> Believe it or not, it's the New York Knicks. I guess uh, that uh, it makes, makes sense. sense. Eastern team. Yeah. 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 How many fouls are you allowed before you get removed from an NBA game? Six. (laughs) Who is the shortest NBA player of all time? It's either Muggsy Bogues. I'm just going to say Bogues because I can't think of a shorter. There we go. He was like 5'3", 5'4". Yeah, that was was a little guy. Yep, right there. (laughs) He said, I like that. He was in Space (laughs) Jam. He was. He He had a little cameo. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, so now I've I've seen video of that dude Spud Webb, Doug. That's who I was thinking of. He was like 5'7", 5'8". Yes. Yep. I mean, he could really throw it down. He won the dunk contest one year. Insane. Could Muggsy dunk at 5'3"? So he actually was 5'3"? Yeah. I can't believe I remember that. Oh, uh, there's no way Muggsy Bose could dunk at 5'. On a 10-foot rim? If he has vertical like that and I'm standing six foot with shoes on, that's embarrassing. Could. Here we go. Let's get the. Muggsy. There's no Bogues. way. There's just no way. Junk. <laughs> uh, let's see. No. I he had a 44-inch vertical leap, oh. which is nuts, but he's only like two foot tall. Oh, his wingspan can't be too much. No, so, no. Know. But he couldn't dunk, at wow. least in an NBA game. Right. Probably yeah. nine feet at least, it's, nine foot rim, nine and a half. It's really crazy yeah. to be five foot three. Can you imagine him standing next to that one dude that they just Victor drafted? Victor Webinyama. Who's like nine foot tall? He would look like a child. I mean, he, he did uh, compared to a lot of the NBA players during his time, but he actually would look right. like a toddler. Did you see the picture of Victor Wembanyama Wembenyama with Duncan and Robinson? Yes. He's like looking down at those guys and they're seven feet tall. I was tall. just going to say, how do you look down at seven footers? That's, I mean, this kid's a freak of nature. I mean, he makes no sense genetics wise <laughs> right whatsoever now there's been other players one or two maybe who's been taller i think george murison might have been one of them uh he was like seven seven was it like that or I, I know it was it wasn't i keep wanting to say but it's a player who used to play i want to say for the denver nuggets a really really long time ago he was from uh, an african country yeah. oh my gosh can't remember his name, but I don't want to say Yao Ming. I think Yao Ming was, might have been 7'5 or okay. maybe 7'6. Do you think this Wembenyama is going to be a bust? Oh, no. 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 I, I, the only way he'll be a bust is injury-wise. That That's the only possible way. This kid is going to live up to his potential if he stays healthy. He will be one of the greatest players to ever grace this game. Is that right? If he stays healthy. That's that's my opinion, yes. Absolutely. Oh, because he can do it all, right? Yes. I mean, if you watch the guy play, if you if you're a seven foot five and you can shoot three point shots off one foot, that's crazy. There's no reason he can. He dribbles as low as a point guard does, handles like a point guard. The issue is that the you know the, the spacing of the floor in the Euro League is a little bit smaller than the NBA, but his length is going to help him make up for that absence. The kid is a freak, and being able to be mentored by some of the greatest players ever, like Duncan Robinson or even Tim Duncan, is probably the best bet he could ever have. I was listening to another sports talk radio host that Bill uh, used to work for this company. Has he mentioned this to you about the, uh, the, there's a guy who does sports talk radio, you may have heard of him, called Zach Gelb? I've heard of him, yeah. Have you heard of Zach? He's on CBS. Yeah, yeah. Zach was talking about Wembenyama. Mm Mm-hmm. And he started talking about Bill Simonson. I've got this for you. Check this out. It is the Zach Gelb show on CBS Sports Radio. Hickey, 
I don't know if you saw this video, because we'll get into the wild weekend that you had with some of the social media drama that you were putting out there. But did you get a chance to see the video of Victor Wembanyama shooting? I guess they were, I don't know if they had some season ticket holders out there after they introduced him, or if they were just doing a little bit of a photo shoot, but they had him dunking the basketball a few times, and then they had him shooting the basketball. Did you see any of those videos that did circulate around uh, the internet this past weekend? I did not, no. He missed, like, every shot that he took. <laughs> so he thinks he's a bust. <laughs> what is Perloff calling him? Victor Wembustyama? Yeah. Is Victor Wembenyama a bust? 855-212-4CBS. It's a Saturday night huge show looking for huge opinions. What was the name of that guy that used to uh, do the show on Saturday nights around here? Bill, what was his uh, last name? Simonson. Simonson. Yeah, that would be a Bill Simonson topic. <laughs> is Victor Wembenyama already a bust? Did you see a photo? So I thought that that was. Oh, I, wow. I had a friend wow. who was driving around, and he goes, "Oh my god!" <laughs> I go, "What? What? Yeah, Zach Campbell's just talking about Billy." <laughs> what? <Can> you, <laughs> I sent it to Bill. He did not respond. <laughs> First, I said, "Hey, Zach Gelb was picking on you," and then I sent it, and I go, well, "Actually, he wasn't really picking on you. He was uh, talking about you concerning Victor W." <laughs> So no response. Well, yeah, he's probably <laughs> furious. Wouldn't That's, be surprised. He's catching random strays. Well, for no reason. <laughs> but I, you know, I mean, the thing is, Bill is uh, has a, such a unique delivery style. It is second to none. You always know who's on the air. If like if that guy, if I heard this dude on the air, I don't know who that guy is. <laughs> you know, but if I hear Bill on the air, I, I hear him coming. I say, yeah, baby, there it is. <laughs> Give me a huge opinion. <laughs> Uh, 866-838-HUGE. If you want to participate in the Anthony Clark NBA Trivia Challenge, he has killed it with some of the hardest questions ever (laughs) in round number one. I mean, that was stunning. (laughs) What a display he's put on. Uh, You can also text HUGE Huge. to 21,000 and enter along in the HUGE text chain. Uh, Brett, anything else before we wrap this segment up that I need to know of that's pressing? No, not that I know of. <laughs> okay. All right. Good deal. Uh, we've got another segment coming up with Anthony Clark. Really looking forward to the 5 o'clock hour. Where we have big things planned. Holy moly. I can't even tell you about them. They're so big. Translation, I don't know. <laughs> that comes up in just a bit. Our next segment, uh, the huge show all across Michigan. From St. Joseph to Midland, this show is huge. Imagine this, winning big at Soaring Eagle. Make it a million-dollar summer with over a million in premium play. Every Saturday now through September, six lucky players win $500 premium play every half hour from 11 a.m. to 11 p.m. Don't miss the excitement of Million Dollar Summer. Only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Your getaway. Reimagine. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com for complete rules and details. Roast Umber is a farm direct coffee sourced from Central American farmers and roasted in Grand Rapids. And also the Nitro Cold Brew Coffee is a convenient and healthy option for energy with no sugar additives. Look for it at your local retailer or at RoastUmber.com. Rapids, you asked for it. Big time rush are coming. 
Mr. Car Wash locations across Michigan. You're going to want to look into that unlimited monthly pass that I use. Superfly Hayes, my producer, uses it. I can get my SUV washed as often as I like for one low price. You can sign up today. Just go to MrCarWash.com or stop by your local Mr. Car Wash location here in Michigan. For the one close to you and to get that unlimited pass, go to MrCarWash.com. With just one stop at Meyer. Right now, buy five, save five dollars on items across the store, like Sweet Baby Ray's barbecue sauce, Briars or Ben and Jerry's ice cream, and Brawny paper towels, two double rolls. Plus, pick up Kingsford Twin Pack Charcoal Briquettes for just $17.88 for all your summer grilling. Get more for your money with the same prices online and in-store at Meyer. Exclusions apply. See all the deals in the Meyer app. Here with a reminder that on Thursday, July 20th, 3 until 6 p.m., I'll be broadcasting live on the patio at the North Kent Golf Club in Rockford. And on that Thursday, July 20th, all day long, you can stop out and buy five golf swings for five bucks with all the money going to the Folds of Honor mission. And if you beat my long drive, I could golf with you at North Kent and also pick up the tab for lunch. That's Thursday, July 20th at the North Kent Golf Club in Rockford. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. The Huge Show is live across Michigan. Eric Zane feeling in for Bill, who's at Harbaugh Fantasy Camp. Right now, they're reenacting uh, some of the epic battles between Ohio State and Michigan. Uh, I forget who's playing the part of Woody Hayes, and Bill is uh, his part on the Michigan sidelines, and I think there's supposed to be like a actual um, battle royale. I don't know if you ever saw the film Gangs of New York with Daniel Day-Lewis when they, like, battle. On the M, uh, the Buckeye faithful with their fantasy, uh, fantasy camp and, and the Michigan group, they're gonna it's going to be a bloodbath. So full video at uh, 96.1 The Game and thehugeshow.net if you want to check that out. Thank you to Bill for letting me uh, fill in. Anthony Clark is joining me. Did you know that your resume is laying around in the other room there? Did you know that? I, I did notice it when I was uh, in there, I think, last week. I was like, oh, it's still hanging around. <laughs> this is a very nice-looking resume. I'm I, not gonna, I don't want to embarrass you. It, it, it looks it looks, uh, it looks like you've got a, a lot going on here. <laughs> Holy cow. It says you were a radio disc jockey yep. at WLSX. Mm-hmm. 
What is that? That is that is, the college station? Yep, that's one of the GVSU college stations. It's actually on over-the-air radio? Yeah, it's, yep, it's legit. Uh, 900 AM, I'm pretty sure, okay. is the frequency. Yep. Did you play? So you played music? Yep, and it was 80s, 80s and 90s top, uh, excuse me, top 100 80s and 90s music format. Nice. Mm-hmm. Says you delivered music for top 100 80s and 90s. <laughs> Just look right there. There you go. Delivered the music. Does that mean Absolutely. you like came in with it under oh, your you arm? I know I had all the records and everything. Sure. <laughs> Just had it on the automation that had like thousands and thousands I love of it. songs. I love it, man. <laughs> this is exciting. Absolutely. Yep. Oh, man. That's where I got my start, so I'm very thankful. <laughs> uh, with the time that we have, mm-hmm. you being an expert on the NBA, you've spent a lot of time uh, learning about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, the NBA Summer League is going on right now. Beginning to end, how long is this uh, period of time for these players? So they started Monday, and to be quite honest, I'm coming to know of uh, be aware of these two like separate kind of tournaments that they have. There's the California Classic, and then also the Salt Lake City Classic, where only a few select teams from the league participate in that, and then they all the teams, all 30 teams, you know, send their young guys to actually participate in the official summer league, which starts, I believe, actually tomorrow. If I'm if I remember correctly, like the wow. Official like seventy six game slate, you know what I mean? Actually, starts tomorrow. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's. I know it sounds like a lot, what? but uh, quite honestly, it's only four games per team, so it's really not as much as what oh, you would I, think. I yeah, yeah, excuse okay. me. Yeah, I, I thought. I thought. Each yeah, dude, no, yeah. seventy six. Oh my games. gosh, You're I can like, only imagine that. that'd be a whole another right. season. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And then my gosh, so now back in the day, mm-hmm. players would win the NBA championship. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't. I mean, how long have they been doing this summer league? The summer league. I mean, since. I can remember, to be quite honest, I can't give you the definitive date of when they started, but I know it's been around for years and years and years. I mean, this is something that's great for development of rookies and second-year guys. Uh, There's something that they're experimenting with right now Mm -hmm. in the Summer League, and that is a new thing they're describing as the flopping rule. (laughs) The flopping rule. So uh, is that when a guy, like, takes a charge and goes down? More or less just, you know, just trying to be theatrical and selling contact, you know, selling you a have, foul. Yep, absolutely. That, that goes for offense and defense. Oh, okay, yep, I, so, I don't, I don't think it's limited just to you just being on defense. Like, obviously, if you're an offensive player bouncing off of the defender who has clear legal, you know, grounding, then they're probably going to call a flop technical on you as well as the uh, the ball handler. Right, right. So mm-hmm. that um, they said that I was reading that you would get. A tech, but not a personal. Yep. So, Ed, from right, straight from the NBA communications team, says a player who commits a flop will be assessed a non-unsportsmanlike technical foul, which does not count as a personal foul or will not lead to ejection. So, I'm kind of curious about that that language because they say it won't lead to an ejection, but I'm curious, like, if you obviously are constantly flopping and you acquire like three or four techs, you only get two, you know, regular technicals, and then you're bounced out. So, kind of curious as to see if they meant you won't get immediately ejected but if you get that second one then you're out uh in the g league one of the things that uh, they do is uh the refs uh they're not just g league refs Mm -hmm. they're nba refs Mm -hmm. who work g league games right so you're looking at uh the best of the best absolutely the way the nba cycles them out Mm -hmm. so um you know they they interact with us as mm-hmm. in any professional organization. It's really interesting to see them call a game mm-hmm. when I'm up close 
courtside, as you have yep, been yep, too. With, I've seen uh, you there. Yep. With, uh, Mike <laughs> Coleman. And, and a quick question about that. So when you were there mm-hmm. next to Mike, mm-hmm. I was there. We didn't know each other at the time. You know what's funny is you always throw that little joke about the mopping college or whatever. Right. <laughs> and I I promise you there was on, on opening night, you made that little joke and somehow I heard it. You know, I was in the zone. I was trying to get that dust off the floor. I yeah. heard you. I look back at you and we both pointed at each other, Eric. I promise you, we both pointed at Wait each other. And you gave me a wink and I was like, that's my guy. No you idea. You're one of the guys. Okay. Yeah. So for those who don't know, uh, people, it's very important that the floor stay dry. Absolutely. People break legs on wet floors. Absolutely. So one of the, every time if a team is, uh, you know, doing their thing and yep. then they go to the other end mm-hmm. and then you would come out yep. and cl- mop the floor. Yep. And occasionally that joke, say, ladies and gentlemen, if uh, hats off to the mopping crew. And, uh, and then I like promote it as you too can be a, yeah, and just make a, a fake, yep. fake commercial. It's always fun. I remember doing yes, that, but I, I didn't realize it was I, you. I, was one of, I know there's so many interns you're not going to remember it, but yes, I was one of those guys. We had a little moment there on opening night. That's fantastic. <laughs> why didn't you remind me? Why didn't you say anything? Because, I, because why not have the moment right now, you know? Oh, yes. That's so <laughs> cool. Thanks for better for material. <laughs> so Ali, there's a whole group of interns yep. that are that are, that help with, that help mm-hmm. with the tea. Yep. You know, you guys are throwing t-shirts, oh, yeah. you're doing the whole deal. So Set that up, a, tear down, all that, that stuff. That was a heck of an experience. It was, absolutely. For zero dollars. <laughs> for zero dollars. It's all for the experience, right? Yes. So to be able to throw it on your resume and say, hey, I've been at the semi-professional level. You know, I've somewhat sneaked myself into the NBA at a certain degree, but, you know, it is what it is. I is know. it on your I, resume? No, I don't it's th- not you even I, put it on I, your resume. I have, I have another, I, because I have other internships oh. that I've taken. I don't know. I just don't throw internships on there. Holy cow. <laughs> Holy, and the other voice you are hearing is Anthony Clark. He is uh, on his way up. The career arc is going well. It's it's inclining up, and I'm, I'm very excited uh, with Anthony's career. If you if you haven't been able to uh, pick up on that, he is uh, kind of a rare person in the radio industry these days, where you have someone who can. Uh, you know, kind of like uh, get a foothold on the industry because, frankly, there's not a ton of people who are getting in no. uh, to the business uh, right now. It's in a weird state. But Absolutely. The one thing you're doing, spoken word content, whether that be play-by-play or sports, there is there is still I know. Uh, a, a large need for it. So <laughs> good on you. I, I'm waiting. <laughs> Brett, what is going on on those phones? Nobody's is that, calling. Nobody is that maybe me. Bill calling in? No, we have a, a stump the Anthony question here. Okay. okay, so those who don't know, I threw out that Anthony Clark knows everything there is to know about the, Anthony, uh, about the NBA and Anthony. And uh, so if you have a question, for Anthony. Uh, who do we have here, Brett? This is Terry and Jennison. Oh, okay. Hey, Terry, how are you? Yo, Good. Terry. How are you doing? Never better, buddy. Thanks for calling in. You got a question for Anthony? Yes, I do. Um, you mentioned uh, um, uh, quite a few um, comparisons to the tallest player with uh, Victor. Does he know, does Anthony know who the heaviest NBA player of was of all time. Mm. And if you don't know it, I have a guess. I, I mean, my guess would be Shaq because he was pushing 350 at one point, even though they were listing him like well below that, but he was a big boy. Now that's Anthony's guess. Is Shaq correct? I don't have Shaq, but that's a really good guess. <laughs> <laughs> Who do you have? Is, per- is it Oliver Miller? The person I'm... 
Yeah. Oh, oh boy, Eric's schooling me out here. I don't know who Oliver Miller is. I'll be honest. Played for the Pistons. Okay. A long time ago. Played for Arkansas. Yeah. for Arkansas, and he also played for Phoenix Suns in about '82. Oh, well like before my time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, hey, man, I appreciate you. How are things in Jenison there? I'm on my way back there right now, so I'll check it out. <laughs> good, he- good hearing your voice again, All thanks. Right. All right, buddy. Thank you. Have a good one. He sounded, he got, he sounded like he got a little depressed there when I said, how are things in jail? Did you hear him? All right. Yeah. Is it, you see Oliver Miller? Yeah, that's a, that's a big boy. Uh, yeah, he's, he's pushing 280. I, was, I, I meant to say 250 for Shaquille, but yeah, 280, that's a big boy. Yeah. Wow, my goodness. I could have swore Shaq was heavier than that, I, though. I, I thought maybe yeah. 300. I, I didn't think I was too far yeah, off on no, saying that. Well, anyway, we got one more segment to go. Uh, <laughs> thank you. Thank you for the call. We appreciate that. We got more coming up. One more segment in hour number two of the huge show across Michigan. Everything huge 24-7 at thehugeshow.net. Hey, it's Brett from the Michigan Sports Network, and it is time to step into a world of nonstop action with DraftKings Casino. Play the classics like blackjack, roulette, and slots, plus enjoy exclusive games you can't find anywhere else. Right now, new customers who deposit at least $5 can get a match on their first deposit and score up to $2,000 in casino bonus funds. All you have to do is sign up with the promo code HUGE and you can start playing from a full suite of games. Your way is the only way to play on DraftKings Casino. You can play online, on your time, in your space, and within your means. It's safe, secure, and reliable so you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you're ready. Just download the DraftKings Casino app now and sign up with the promo code HUGE and you'll get a match on your first deposit of $5 or more up to $2,000 in casino bonus funds. Only at DraftKings Casino with promo code HUGE. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call the Michigan Department of Health and Human Services Gambling Disorder Helpline at 1-800-270-7117. 21 and up, Michigan only, one per opted-in customer. Minimum $5 deposit, max match $2,000. Deposit and bonus amount require 15 times playthrough within 30 days. See terms at casino.draftkings.com slash players choice. Restrictions apply. Huge here for the Michigan High School Athletic Association. You can stay up to date on the latest from Lansing 24-7 at MHSAA.com. At MHSAA on Twitter and MHSAA on Facebook. The latest news, press releases, and stories connected to every high school in the state of Michigan. Available for you 24-7 from the Michigan High School Athletic Association. Log on to MHSAA.com, at MHSAA on Twitter, and MHSAA on Facebook. And if you're looking for archive, boys and girls, high school sports, MHSAA.tv. That's MHSAA.tv. 24-7, everything you need to know about high school sports in Michigan. Log on to MHSAA.com. At Mercantile Bank, we believe supporting the communities we serve is a vital part of who we are. Our team is here to make a positive impact, a real difference, and we're always looking for leaders to join our team because we're not just a bank. We're a partner here to support what matters most. Come grow with us. Visit MercBank.com to learn more and let's support our community together. Mercantile Bank, member FDIC, equal opportunity employer. 
Drive for a cause at Mini on the Mac on August 4th and 5th. Hundreds of Mini Cooper owners will come together to experience a unique trip across the world-famous Mackinac Bridge. Mini on the Mac also raises vital funds for biomedical research at Van Andel Institute in Grand Rapids. Not only will you have a great time, but you'll also be supporting a great cause. Register now at MiniOnTheMac.com to be a part of this one-of-a-kind event. That's MiniOnTheMac.com. Register today. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. The Huge Show is live across Michigan. 19 great radio stations for the one nearest you. Just go to thehugeshow.net. Aha! What do you think about that, Brad? Fantastic. I've, I've heard Bill say that so many times, I got it down. Yeah, you do. 866-838-HUGE. Text HUGE to 21,000. You can join the huge text chain where uh, you get coupons, I understand. Coupons for lemonade. Just added the lemonade. Uh, Bill Simonson is at Jim Harbaugh Fantasy Camp right now. Anthony Clark. How come it says Anthony Clark Jr. on your resume? Do I recall you Anthony Clark Jr.? I, I mean, I think huge occasionally will say, he'll say ACJ, you know, ACJ. Clark Jr., you know, things like that. It don't matter. I mean, I try to distinguish myself, obviously, from my father since he's senior. But Anthony yeah, Clark. There's, a lot of, there's a lot more Anthony Clarks in Grand Rapids than what you would think. Very common I, I, name. Uh, very, Anthony very Clark. general. <laughs> I like it, though. I like the name. There's not much, you know, mess around, though, as far as like an air name. Like, it's I can't really yeah. do much. I can't say like Anthony Clarkson or anything like that. I don't know. It just sounds. No, wild. I like that. Yeah, I, I like mean, Anthony because Clark. you know a lot of time you just want something short and sweet. Right, like right. my real last name is is horrible. Too long. You never. <laughs> it, it sounds, Honestly, I thought Zane was. You know, yeah, my real last name sounds like a disease. <laughs> it's bad. And I say what? But okay, anyway, I'll take Anthony. Clark, speaking though. of last names, uh, we were talking about that handsome devil, Bojan Bogdanovich, and. Uh, is that? Am I saying that right? Yeah, I, I, Bojan, 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 not Bohan, but yeah, Bojan or Bojan, Bojan Bogdanovich, yep. <laughs> who is, I guess, a really good player. And people are like, uh, are the Pistons going to keep this guy? What, uh, what do you think? Uh, my buddy and I, my buddy Eli, were talking about this yesterday. We just, we don't. He's a great player. Don't get me wrong. A great, you know, floor stretcher. He's he's great behind the perimeter. I think he should just be sent off to a team that's just looking to add a few more assets and a team that's right there, you know, for title contention. But as far as Detroit culture, what they have right now in their centerpieces, Boyan just doesn't fit. That's that's my opinion. Do you think the Pistons actually have a centerpiece? Or as is far as potential like, centerpiece. So a centerpiece meaning just like their future, you know, like yeah. their, their focus. Player and their focus can... should be Cade, you know, Ivy, and also Jalen Dern and all their other guys. So uh, Boyan just doesn't fit. All right. <laughs> so real quick, and in, in, in a nutshell, how do you think they're going to do in the upcoming season? I, predicted, I know it's a ways, a ways yeah, off. I predicted 35 wins. My hope is that with those 35-plus wins, they will be uh, given a play-in berth, at least at the 10th seed, fighting for you know the overall 8th seed right. for the playoffs. That's not bad. That's Absolutely. Not bad. All right. In the next segment, we're getting an update from Jeff Agar, the famous uh, from America's uh, favorite uh, family of awesome, first family of, of awesome, the Agars. God, I can't talk. I sound like I'm intoxicated. Uh, when we last spoke, there was something going on with uh, for Father's Day, and there is a plot twist in this story. Jeff will join me coming up next. I'm really excited to share this story with you. Eric Zane filling in uh, for Bill Simonson on the huge show across Michigan. Big, bad, huge.
is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. Thursdays on the Huge Show across Michigan are brought to you by Josh Garvey and his team at Bean Garter. At the end of the year, they'll be merging with Dorn Mayhew from the east side of the state, and they'll be stronger together. They can help your business from retirement planning, payroll, audits, tax help, and more. Go to BeanGarter.com to find out about the merger and also how Bean Garter is stronger together with Dorn Mayhew. That is B-E-E-N-E-G-A-R-T-E-R.com. Thursdays on the Huge Show across Michigan are presented by Josh Garvey and his team at Bean Garter. All right, the cute show is live across Michigan, and you are going to love this. Holy moly. Last time I was on the radio here was just before Father's Day, and I was tipped off by Jeff and Johnny Agar. That's uh, CBS Morning News or whatever it is. David Bagnout is the reporter. Was going to do a follow-up on on uh, the first family of awesome that I, that I like to call them from uh, uh, right here in West Michigan. And uh, so I, I had the boys on and we talked about it. But what they didn't know is that David uh, Begnod was planning a bait and switch on them. Something really fantastic. You see, uh, uh, Johnny and Jeff have tried uh, in the past to succeed at the Kona Ironman World Championships the, uh, in, in Hawaii. It's like the hardest thing anybody can do. You know, and these boys have uh, tried many times in, uh, in, at different levels of uh, competition, and they've had success and they've had struggles and things like that. But getting into Kona is a very difficult thing to do. They don't just throw those invitations out. You can't just go and sign up. And uh, so David Begnaud had different plans. He wasn't there to say hello and do a follow-up on Father's Day, Okay. What he did was he said, okay, boys, I want you to say happy Father's Day to everybody. So the whole family was there, and they all said happy Father's Day and do recorded video. And then David said, now let's see how that went, and he wanted to play it back for them. But he wasn't playing back the video of them, you know, saying happy Father's Day. It was something else entirely. And that's where we're going to bring in Johnny and Jeff right now to uh, take us through the next step. You boys think, and welcome back to the show, first of all. How are you? Good, good, Zane. How are you? Never better. You you thought you were going to see a video of yourselves wishing everyone a happy Father's Day, but that is not what you saw, correct? Yes, it, it wasn't what we thought. It was much better than that, actually. It was... Uh, it was uh, Peyton Manning uh, asking us if we wanted to go back to the Ironman World Championship in 2024. <laughs> so something much better than my pretty face. Um, it, you know, I, uh, I watched that reaction and, uh, with my wife, Diana. And I, it, well, first of all, I played it on my podcast and I started to cry. And then I played it for Diana and I started to weep. And then when they went back to the newsroom to kind of like discuss it on CBS, they were all weeping. It was such pure joy by the Agar family. It was, I mean, it really, really was special that David Begnaud, what a, what a job he did, huh, guys? He's amazing. Yeah, he really is extraordinary. Yeah. Yeah, it was really something special. And, you know, all the 
all that time and effort putting into wanting to go and, and um, just to have it finally be recognized of all the training that that has gone through to hopefully get us to this point was just so inspirational for me and that's that's why all the tears came out and I just yeah, I just haven't stopped smiling since. I know it was really great, and it was a wonderful uh, vibe. I, I felt it, and for those who don't know, uh, 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 Jeff uh, he pulls Johnny in the water. Johnny's in a boat, gets through the. Is it? Uh, I God, I've done these, but I forget. A one two point four mile swim. Two point four mile swim. Gosh, I'm trying to forget. And then hundred and hundred and twelve on the bike. Yeah, and then you have to run a marathon, and and Johnny and and uh, and Jeff work together as a team. Uh, uh, my gosh, you've got till November of 2024, and you got to start training right now. Yeah, we had been training just in the hopes that we would get invited, and it kept getting pushed out. And we thought, well, we're you know nothing's going to happen for months and months. So, uh, but now with with this invite coming when it did, we still have 16 months to go, which is you know a ton of time to to really dial everything in, but there's a lot of work that has to happen. You know, the, the Ironman we finished last September in Maryland was, you know, if you could say one of these, it's relatively easier just because it's not as hilly. Right. Um, you know, still, you're dealing with a, a lot of jellyfish stings in the swim, but um, overall it's a, it's a, not a bad one to do, but the one in Kona, Hawaii is really brutal. It's super hilly, it's super hot, and super windy. So all three things that play against us, you know, when you're hauling 400 pounds around the uh, right, the race right. course. So. Boy, I, I've, I've never heard anybody in triathlon experience uh, talk about experiencing jellyfish stings. Did you you said in Maryland that was the case. Will that be true yeah. in, in Hawaii as well? No, actually, you don't have them there at all. Uh, it's um, I, I've only heard one person, one of the elites got stung a couple of years ago, but it was so rare that it just doesn't happen too what often. Is, but, uh, Maryland has hundreds if not thousands of jellyfish in the water and uh, where you swim there. So it's a pretty common occurrence. It's actually most people on their tattoo, they get have a jellyfish down into it. So Jeez. pretty common thing in Maryland. Okay. And then those lava fields when you're on the bike. So it's like pedaling on the surface of the sun. <laughs> yeah, it's over a hundred degrees in a lot of areas where you, you just feel the heat baking off the lava. Um, and it's just, uh, it's a brutal condition. That's why they have the world championship there, but it's, it's just, uh, I mean, it's called the the most brutal one day endurance event on the planet. Yep. And when you're out there in it, you realize it's a pretty accurate description. Um, so when when you guys started this together, and I, I don't know if I've ever asked you this, but when when it went from five Ks, can you take me through the progression of the conversations? Hey, I want to. Uh, Johnny's like, I want to finish a five K. I want to finish a ten K. How, how how did that develop, and how did those conversations take place? Well, it's like, you know, when you surround yourself with a group of people, and we had a great group of people around us, a run group called Run GR, and they and they uh, started telling us, well, if you can do a 5K, you can do a 10K, uh, and so on and so forth. And so pretty pretty soon later, we're doing an Ironman, or a half Ironman, and, and you know, it just speaks to positive people that you have around you that tell you you can do anything. And I think that's really, you know, why I really love competing is 
grasp under the endurance community. It's not really a want anymore. It's really a need for me, and I'm so thankful to be on this journey with Dad because I'm gonna also learn a lot about a lot about um, praying and things. But I'm also gonna learn a lot about myself, and so that's that's what I really enjoy and, and really appreciate about the sport. Now I've uh, kind of evolved. Johnny loved the first few races we did. Uh, me not so much, and uh, but he just lit up when we did any kind of a competition, and he kind of started feeling like he's more, in, you know, in an international competition in mm-hmm. the game versus just being on the side. Right, right, and 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 for those who don't know, uh, Johnny finishes the race, these races on foot. I, I've seen you do it. I saw when you finished at the finish line of the Ironman in Maryland. That was spectacular. Um, can you? Thank you. Yeah, I mean. You're really working. I mean, what what uh, with the hand that you've been dealt, um, you you have to really work to get that done. I mean, I see like it's very very stressful and taxing on you. Is uh, is that's pretty much your face tells it all, right, Johnny? Uh, I mean, I with me walking, I have to focus on every single aspect of walking, whether it be whether it be my breathing, whether it be my uh, hand placement, whether it be my uh, where my posture is, whether it, where my foot placement is, so a lot of things, a lot of things to think about. But it's all part of the training process, and and I've learned so much, you know, you know, going forward and and going through this process. That you know, like like Dad has a training plan. I have a training plan too. So it really, really um, gives me a behind-the-scenes look at, you know, what it takes to be successful, uh, what it takes to be successful with things, and and I tend to carry, uh, I intend to carry that out. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, when you have cerebral palsy, there's a varying degree of it across different people, but basically there's a disconnect between the brain and muscles. Right. They just don't fire like they ought to, and you have to find a way to try to retrain them and then think it through versus it's naturally for you and I, we stand up and walk and think about it. Uh, Johnny's going to think about every aspect of it. Wow. You know, that's uh, that's a very interesting perspective that, that uh, most p- people probably aren't aware of. And that, and that's yeah, what makes it. it just as difficult as what you are doing too. It, it really kind of uh, yeah. uh, blends it all together, you know? Yeah. It is very hard for him to do as well. And if it wasn't for, uh, obviously, my wife doing a tremendous amount of work with them, but the uh, located in Grand Rapids, the Conducted Learning Center here, uh-huh. kids with muscle disorders that would have no chance of knowing, learning how to walk or, or do all kinds of things, eating, drinking, whatever. And they work with them, you know, through years and years of making progress, small little progress to uh, get kids where they can do things you never would have thought possible. So pretty extraordinary. So the, what you're saying there, then, if, if, if Becky and the organization that you mentioned, if Johnny doesn't have those at his disposal, he doesn't have the ability, it, it wouldn't work, right? No, we never would have thought about him walking. And um, it's those people, you know, like my wife, Becky, is very positive about what Johnny can do and the folks at the Conducting Learning Center. They were just adamant that these kids can do so much more but you just can't put limitations on them. And you got to do uh-huh. everything you can to help them reach their potential. But it's not like it's a miracle cure. No. It's just flat out hard work. Yeah. You and I, you know, went to a golf school every day for months and years and years. 
we'd get really good at golf versus how I hit them in the woods now. And, and that's what these kids basically do. They're going for years and years of hour after hour of training, and they make great, great but slow progress that you never would have dreamed possible. So it, it's difficult, and you probably hate that you have to do it all the time, but, you know, I mean, because uh, I, I think that it, it would be um, – I could understand if a parent was like, well, let's just give them a break. But you yeah, guys right. pushed them. You didn't, you didn't, uh, I mean, when Johnny was too young to make those decisions, you had to, you had to stick to that, correct? Yeah. And what Johnny did, what Becky did with Johnny was an amazing thing. Johnny loves sports, right? He's been wanting to be around sports and in sports his whole life. So she started putting sports jerseys on him and saying, hey, you know, this is what uh, Steve Eisenman does every day. He's in training, he's working like crazy. This is what, uh, you know, any of these guys, Brandon yep. Shanahan or Robert Porsche, you know, he put the different jerseys on him, and it got to the point where unless the therapist called him, you know, Eiserman, he wouldn't work out. And, but he had in his mindset that this is what athletes do, and this is how I get after it. So I yeah, love that. Really I bad. love that. And Peyton Manning's one of his absolute heroes, and Peyton Manning's known for his work ethic and, you know, works hard physically, but mentally he gets after it really hard of analyzing tape and everything. And so that's one of, the, one of the things that Johnny's gravitated to guys like Peyton Manning or Michael Phelps, who now Johnny's buddies with on social media, because they put in so much extra effort. And that's what Johnny has to do all the time. He has to work so far over the extreme of what anybody else would do just to do those basics. Right, right. But he's really had to focus, Johnny, and uh, or I should say, Johnny, you really had to focus to to do that. So you're you're driven just as hard as uh, or you you have the drive of them, and and you're now you're able to uh, enjoy those rewards of being able to finish the finish to actually finish a race like that, and that's that's just awesome. I I, I love every aspect of this. You guys are like a, a shining light of inspiration. You always have been, you know. Oh, thanks. Oh, thank you. They appreciate it very much. Can you take me through the uh, the Peyton Manning? I mean, uh, it, it's pretty cool knowing that Peyton Manning looks to you for inspiration. I mean, my gosh, is that exciting? Well, it was, it was amazing. Initially, Johnny didn't fully realize that we didn't buy benefit to Dakota because he was so excited that Peyton Manning were referencing him that he went crazy. And only shortly thereafter, he realized we got to buy the Delaware again. <laughs> yeah, but, 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 and that was amazing. And, and, you know, it was really a full single moment for me because I looked up to him as somebody who works hard, you know, and goes to Super Bowls and things. And here he was announcing that we are going to our Super Bowl. Wow. Our is that really, really a full circle moment? Yeah, Johnny's had his jersey on his wall. Wow. Now, it's the craziest yeah. thing to have a Manning, you know, Peyton Manning's jersey. Yeah. Uh, autographed football from him, uh, you know, since he's a little kid. And uh, to get that moment was pretty spectacular. Was that the first? Had you interacted in the past? We just interacted. Uh, my, my wife's uncle uh, actually was a doctor in that area. And he had something to do with delivering some of the Manning children. We, he subsequently passed away, so we don't have the direct connection. But he knew the Manning family had gotten Johnny a football when Peyton was still in Tennessee. So he's got autographed football with Peyton's college number on it. But that's Before he became a superstar, wow. Johnny just loved the guy. That's as close as I got. So. That's incredible. <laughs> but you, he had been watching you from afar, so I'm so happy that that happened. David Bagnall from CBS, I'm so happy that he did that. That was brilliant how he pulled it off. If folks don't... <laughs> That guy's an amazing, uh, amazing person. Oh, yeah. yeah and and uh, folks need to look that up. You could just search uh, uh, David Bagnaud, and that's B-E-G-N-A-U-D, 
agars, and it's all there. It's a wonderful piece. All right. Yeah. If you can't spell his name, CBS Morning, you do. If you Google Johnny Agar, CBS Mornings, you'll uh, find that piece for sure. Yeah, and get rid- and don't be like, make it at the end of the night at bedtime because you're going to start crying. Don't do it. Don't turn your office surrounded by people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah they, their goal is to make you cry. I mean, everybody I know has seen it. Grown men and oh. are just uh, crying. It's just so funny. All right. Well, give my best to everybody else in the first family of awesome. You know, we love you very much. And, uh, yeah, uh, have a great uh, rest of the week. We love you, too, man. Thank you very much for putting us in. God bless you. Oh, thank you for the time. There you go. The first family of awesome, Jeff and Johnny Agar. Uh, Wow. Tell you what, Brett, every time you get these folks on, they are just, they absolutely make everybody's day. Bring a smile to your face. Dude, yeah, and I will send you the link to that, Brett. You got to see the whole, how that reporter, David Begnow, did the bait and switch on him. It was incredible because he had them fooled, the whole family. Uh, mom, dad, sisters, Johnny, like, okay, yeah, let's just watch the video of us saying Happy Father's Day. All of a sudden, there's Manning on the screen saying, hi, Agars, guess what? You're going to Kona. <laughs> Woo-hoo! They just flip out. It was so awesome. Cool. Okay, well, I tell you what, ladies and gentlemen, that uh, it's going to be hard to beat that, Brett. So I have decided that in the next segment of uh, Eric Zane filling in for Bill Simonson on the Huge Show, uh, I wanted to do another edition of Trump on Sports, but Trump is busy. I, I reached out to him. I go, can we get you on for Trump on Sports? He, he can't do it. And uh, he, he's called me a few choice words, so that's not going to happen. So... I don't know. I mean, do we go open phones, Brett? Do we uh, do we say ask easy anything you want about anything at all? Do we dare? We can give it a shot. Yeah. 866-838-HUGE. We'll have our hand on the dump button in case anybody tries a fast one. 866-838-HUGE. You can reach out. If not, I have no idea. I will be tested to my limits as to how I can fill through. So maybe I'll tell you about the joy we had in New York City over the week, the last few days. Ooh. Uh-huh. Yeah. There was some sight. I only yelled at three people That's that it. I didn't know. Maybe we'll get to that. I don't know. Anyway, we will be back with more. It is the huge show across Michigan. From Grand Rapids to Detroit, this show is huge. Child abuse prevention can be as simple as one, two, three. One, learn about the signs of child abuse, such as destructive behavior or fear of going home. Two, always be a safe adult, someone who makes kids feel happy and safe. Three, check in often on the kids you know. Join the Michigan Association of Chiefs of Police and provide kids with the safety and love they need to thrive. It's simple. In fact, it's as simple as one, two, three. Make sure you listen weekly to our Moving Ferris Forward interviews with Ferris President Bill Pink and other leaders who are moving Ferris forward. Find out more about Big Rapids and Ferris and what they have to offer at ferris.edu. Imagine this, winning big at Soaring Eagle. Hot winds and scorching July nights. We've turned up the heat, and one lucky player every hour has the chance to win up to $5,000 in sizzling premium play. Blaze in to win red-hot prizes every Friday, 7 to 11 p.m. It's scorching July nights. 
only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Your getaway. Reimagine. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com for complete rules and details. Drive for a cause at Mini on the Mac on August 4th and 5th. Hundreds of Mini Cooper owners will come together at the world-famous Mackinac Bridge. You can register now at MiniOnTheMac.com to be a part of this one-of-a-kind event. That's MiniOnTheMac.com. There are 13 folds that bring the American flag to the iconic shape of freedom. This summer, Folds of Honor and Budweiser celebrate 13 years of changing military and first responder lives together. Service never stops, and neither will we. So join me in raising a Budweiser to raise funds for Folds of Honor. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch, Budweiser, Lager Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. Have you ever played golf at Tellymore, St. Ives? Have you experienced a stay-and-play package in Canadian Lakes, Michigan, less than an hour north of Grand Rapids? Well, here's what you need to do if you want to take advantage of great deals right now. Go to TullymoreGolf.com. That's TullymoreGolf.com, and you'll see the link for packages, accommodations, dining, meetings, weddings, events, and so much more, and especially golf on the 18th hole layout at Tullymore and the 18 holes at St. Ives and they can accommodate any group whether it's two people getting together or 200 looking for a weekend or an overnight celebration that includes a little business, golf, great food and beverages just go to TullymoreGolf.com that's TullymoreGolf.com they're located in Canadian Lakes, Michigan less than an hour north of GR get more info at TullymoreGolf.com You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. The Huge Show is live across Michigan as the Toxic Twins bring us in Aerosmith. What? Listen to that. Talk to you about ESA. Ain't seen nothing down on the muffin. Show to be a changing week. Oh, tell me that you're not singing it with me. Come on now. How do you get, like, the vo- the version of that without, like, the the, uh, the music? I don't know how you do that. Gold radio secret. Yeah, it's, like, better than a karaoke version. It's, like, the band's playing it. You ever, uh, you ever do karaoke? Of course. Bad, bad Leroy Brown's my song. Is it really? Yep. Jim Croce. Uh, Uptown's got its something. Hus- hustler. Yeah, Bowery's got its bum. Bum, 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 bum. second, we got... Big Jim, pool shooting son, son of a gun. gun. It's easier with the words on the screen. Yeah, gosh, <laughs> is that that's a great song. Yeah, it, it ends in like a fight, and somebody got shot, I think, mm-hmm. at the end of it. The one guy, uh, Big Jim, hit the floor. Yep. Oh. Don't, don't mess around with Slim, now. Yeah, that's right. That's right. It slims the guy in charge. <laughs> I I don't think he can do a sequel like another version of. I think he's. I don't think Jim Croce's with us anymore. No, no he's not. Points if you can tell me how he croaked, because I don't know. Oh, was Jim Croce? Was that a, an airplane accident? I don't know. I, I I it might be. I gotta Google it. Yeah, you see now there's people like Nah. I know how Jim Croce died. If you know how the great Jim Croce passed. Uh, you can call 866-838-HUGE <laughs> or text in the answer. Uh, you text HUGE to 21000. 
Yeah, I was right. You were right. I was right. Was it like he was the pilot or was he on like a a jetliner or something? He was on a twin engine Beechcraft E-18. Clipped a a pecan tree. What? Just off the edge of the runway and crashed, killing all the passengers. Oh, my gosh. That is horrific. That's stupid to put trees on the runway. (laughs) Who's the jerk that did that? (laughs) That, that, that just, I can't believe the uh, rabbit hole we just went down. I know. It happens to me all the time, Brett. Anyway, uh, thank you so much for being part of the huge show all across Michigan. A couple of things I want to touch on as Bill Simonson is away at uh, Jim Harbaugh Fantasy Camp in the big house. Uh, they just did the, um, they have a, uh, uh, what do you call it, a likeness of Brady Hoke. It's like a guy. It's not a likeness. It's actually a dude who looks just like Brady Hoke. Like an impersonator. Yeah, like a yeah. big guy, the, the the hair, no headsets. And he goes down in history as like the worst coach in the history of Michigan football. So at the end of the day's camp, everybody gets to kick him in the crotch. <laughs> that <laughs> True story. So video... Uh, at the huge show.net of Bill kicking the Brady Oak look a guy, uh, look alike, guy look alike. Wait, did I say look a guy? <laughs> right in the crotch. Yeah. All right. Uh, Detroit Lions helmets. I know Bill t- uh, touched on this, but I this is a great opportunity for me to touch on this. Uh, the the uh, Lions alternate helmet that they use for one game. It has the old school logo. It has the two stripes and the really uh, uh, awful drawing of a cat. And I mean, it looks dated. It's supposed to look dated, but I think it looks great. I love it. It just it just looks fantastic. I love the old school looks. Uh, Bill and this was bad. I didn't like it because I agreed with him. Um, they I think they're going to use that helmet with the gray jerseys with the gray pants. Right. And it looks ridiculous. It looks like, uh, like you know, it's like they picked up the gear at a garage sale or something like that. <laughs> I forgot what Bill's color combination was, but I, I... It was white jersey. White jersey, blue pants? Maybe. I don't know however. I, don't I know. thought he said white jersey, blue pants. Maybe. I love the blue pants. Yeah. Uh, Lions can do no wrong except for this. This is, in, in, this is as bad... The gray jerseys, gray pants with that helmet. That's as bad as like the guy getting busted for gambling and missing six games. Mm. I mean, it's that that much of a distraction. Mm. Horrible. No? Uh-uh. Uh, there's video going around of Jared Goff doing a passing drill right now, Brett. And he hikes the ball and he drops back and then he throws a perfect pass to some guy over the middle. And I'm like, why am I watching this? Why do I care? What What is the big deal about this? He's doing it with his eyes closed. Oh, His eyes are closed. He knows where to put the ball, and he throws it perfectly. What? Yeah. Talk about timing with your receivers. The guy's throwing the ball with blindfolded. Damn. That's cool. Absolutely cool. I loved every second of that. I, um, I You know, here we are now, July. And in about a month, I'll be getting excited because we're talking because the training camp's gonna is right around the corner, 
And then you do realize, Brett, that on this show in particular, it's going to be all lions. Yep. Now whether now that could be good if they start out strong, but if they start out poorly, the last job you want to have is producer of a show called the Huge Show. Because this man is going to, his, his head's going to explode. If they start out 0-4, oh, it's still all going to be all lions. Yeah, oh, absolutely. 100%. But it's just going to be, he's going to be furious. Yeah. He's going to be just livid. He's not going to know what to do with himself. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's. Uh, I would hate to be the people working the desk at Jimmy John's up the street when he goes in for, for grub before the show. The man's going to get arrested. This man, the only thing he loves more than Michigan football is Detroit Lions football. <laughs> All right. Now, if it goes the way that he wants it to go with Michigan going 12-0 and and Michigan and go blue and all that other nonsense, and the Lions do well, he will also be equally insufferable. <laughs> there is no happy medium here. <laughs> Now, part of the the uh, the, the, the uh, awfulness of me is I want those teams to do well, too. The fans like it. The fans will be happy if Michigan does well. The fans will be happy if the Lions do well. But I don't root for Michigan. I don't really root for anybody. I root for the Lions. In a perfect world, okay, if the Lions stink – then Michigan would stink, and then the Spartans would go undefeated. Yeah. Now then, then, that would, oh my gosh, <laughs> a rip in the space-time continuum, and I would be right, I would be the first one to jump off of the Lions bandwagon just to rub Bill's nose in it. <laughs> I know you would. Uh, my lovely wife, the queen of the forest, was upset at me, and here's why. It had to do with this scenario today, Brett. Um, so we have to go pick up that fridge. I bought it on Facebook Marketplace today. So we can go pick that up. I promised them we pick it up. And I said, oh, uh, I'm working. And she paused. And it, it was perfect because she's actually at the top of the stairs and I'm at the bottom. So she's looking down at me and I can see the color drain out of her face. She goes, what do you mean? I go, I'm doing the huge show today and tomorrow. And I start to walk away and I can just feel her looking like lasers in my back. I guess I didn't tell her. I didn't inform her of this. Uh-oh. And, and, and okay, now I was asked to do the gig before my vacation. So I agreed to do this. And then I didn't think, I haven't thought of this since one minute before 3 p.m. <laughs> today. So I was like, yeah. And she goes, we got to have a talk. And I'm like, oh, no. Ooh. When she starts it with, we got to have a talk. She's going to break up with you. Oh, yeah. And I go, and say this, okay, so this is critical. She says, you have to inform me of these things. You have to ask me. And it doesn't matter what she says. I'm just going to say the same thing. And this is veteran move right here because she expressed herself. And I said, you're right. Yep. I go, I don't know what I was thinking about. I go, and I, I told her what I just told you. I go, well, you know, I just didn't think about it. It's, it's my mistake. You'd have thought. That I was, she found out that I was going to go visit my girlfriend. <laughs> I was like, look, I'm going to work. I, I actually get money for this. Not much, but it, it's money. <laughs> it, it's just all, you can have the money. It's three hours. Come on. Oh, you'd have thought that uh, she found like text messages from my mistress or something. I mean, she was that mad. 
Holy cow. I don't have a mistress anymore. Uh, that's that's done. There is no there's no mistress. All right, everybody. Uh, do we have time to get into Trump on sports? Do you think we have time for that? We can always dump out of it. We can give it a shot. Okay. Let's go right Last now. time Trump called the show to talk Trump on sports. We are back in the huge show across Michigan. Happy holiday. We- Don't do that one. Wait a minute. What? Let's do it in the next segment. We're doing that. We're going to take an early break. <laughs> yeah. Come back with Trump on sports. That sounded like Trump, though. <laughs> it sounded just like him. I put the wrong one in. Oh, it's okay. We'll come back. This is the huge show across Michigan. Everything huge 24-7 at thehugeshow.net. At Mercantile Bank, we believe in empowering the communities we serve and that financially strong individuals and families are vital for building strong communities. That's why we're committed to providing budgeting tools and interactive resources designed to help you take charge of your finances. Our friendly staff is always here to help answer questions and provide solutions to help you reach your goals. Call, stop in, or visit us online at MercBank.com to learn more. And let's help you make today count. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. Bill Simonson here for my good friends from Westside Beer Distributing. Now, they're proud to support the Folds of Honor Scholarship Program, benefiting the families of fallen and injured soldiers and our first responders. Folds of Honor provides scholarships for education to ensure our heroes' children can attend college. And Westside Beer Distributing has contributed over $100,000 since the program started and will be donating another $15,000 this summer to the Folds of Honor to help a local hero's child. Anheuser-Busch, which is the Folds of Honor's longest-standing partner, has donated over $21 million to the cause. Budweiser and Bud Light will continue to honor Folds of Honor this summer with special edition 16-ounce aluminum bottles. Look for them at a bar, restaurant, or retailer near you and support this great cause. I'm Matt Shepard, the voice of Detroit baseball. I'm Herman Moore, and football is my game. So we know a few things about sports. And the passion of Detroit fans. That's why we're big fans of Eagle Casino and sports. It's the mobile sports book that lets you bet on action all year long. Right from your mobile device. Eagle Casino and sports. Made in Michigan. Made for Michigan. Download the app and start winning today. Must be 21 or older and in Michigan to play. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. Hey, Fred Zane, how are you? This is President Donald J. Trump. I, I I know that, sir. It's uh, it's good to hear your voice. How, uh, I, I, well, of I, course, I'm, I'm in a motorcade right now, Big Fraud. And who's who's the little boy that's with you hosting the show? Uh, that is, uh, that's Brad. That's Brad. He's actually quite tall. Of course. Sir. Well, you know, I know Huge quite well. You know, he's he's from Sparta, Michigan, I believe. When I would do the rallies in Grand Rapids, we would go there to maybe the most wonderful chicken restaurant called Wing World. It's tremendous. you got to try it out. It's in Sparta. Uh, Huge is from. Th- yes, he is from, from there. He's one of the uh, uh, Sons of Sparta. He's part of an organization called Sons of Sparta. And I didn't realize that you went to Sparta, Mr. President, and went to the chicken well, restaurant. Course. You know, when I'm, when I'm in the area, I'm, of course, going to go to the best restaurants. In fact, the motorcade just dropped me off at a Cuban sandwich shop right here in beautiful Miami, Florida. Okay, so you're, 
You're getting a Cuban? Uh, I, I didn't. I was looking at the helicopter footage. I didn't see them drop you off at a at a restaurant. Oh, yeah, no, get... we just made a lot of statements to the media. I went out and we talked to the media. I was in the Cuban restaurant getting the sandwich. You got to talk to the supporters. You know, we're almost to the airport right now. Okay, well, I mean, from there, you're going to go from Miami, and then uh, where, you, where, where where do you go from that point? Well, we're heading maybe tonight. We're going to be doing a uh, thing in New Jersey where I'm going to be speaking, of course, about what's happened today, which is so crooked, you know. Totally, totally crooked. We don't need to get into that. I know this is a sports program. Right. But, but, you know, the, the wonderful thing, and by the way, Having the world's expert in golf on a sports show, probably the best idea you've ever had. And you've had such terrible ideas, Big Frog. Yeah, well, of course. I mean, we've talked many times, and you've told me about the terrible ideas that I've had. But, in fact, the main host of the show, Huge from Sparta, he's in a pro-am right now, Mr. President. Well, he can't be doing very good because he's, you know, what is what is he doing? Well, what do you mean? He's golfing. What is what do you think he's doing? He's actually golfing? Well, yeah, that's what a pro-am is. You, I, haven't you hosted pro-ams before, Mr. President? Well, of course, you know. And in, in fact, in fact, the PGA players who didn't heed my advice, you know, they, they lost massive amounts of money that was offered to them by Live Golf. You know, I bet they feel somewhat dumb right now. I predicted that merger, by the way, and it's exactly what happened. But whatever Live succeeded or failed, you know, you have to wonder... Who loses, Big Fraud? Is it the PGA? I don't know. Well, I don't know. In fact, I've never really given it much thought until you said it that way. I didn't realize you had such a pedigree, but I guess it makes sense since you uh, have have your hand in golf courses all over the world, sir. Well, and, it's, and my golf courses are maybe the best in the world. You look at the wonderful golf courses that I have all over the country, really, and they're tremendous, beautiful courses <clears throat> of golf. Well, Mr. President, I really appreciate you joining us here for the first ever segment of Trump on Sports. Despite all the craziness going on, you still have time to get in with us and talk a little sports. So you must not have a care in the world right now, sir. No, there's no cares in the world because, you know, we pleaded not guilty, of course, in the document fraud. And that's so true. We're so not guilty. So not guilty. There's nothing to worry about. We're leading in the polls. We're doing... Wonderful, really. What what is there to worry about? I mean, I stopped off at a Cuban sandwich shop, Big Fraud. <laughs> yeah. Clearly, I mean, I mean, if I get indicted for something, I'm not going to be looking to go get a Cuban sandwich. This is this is remarkable, sir. You got to live life, you know, Big Fraud. I've always told you this. You know this. You live life how you want it to be led. If you if you go into life thinking you're a loser, you're going to lose so big. You're going to lose so big. And that's true with sports, too. You know, you're, I know you're a big fan of the Detroit Lions. Yeah. The Detroit Lions. Right. They, they go into games knowing they're going to lose. Well, I mean, if you, they, they, I don't know about that. I mean, they, they've, done, they've done remarkably well this, uh, this past year. They, they turned it around, sir. And let's start with that. Turned it around. I mean, you predicted that maybe they were going to win the Super Bowl. I don't see that happening, Big Frot Zane. Uh, okay, let's let's start there. How do you think the Lions are going to do this year, Mr. President? They're going to do so poorly, Big Frot Zane. Let's be so honest about that, right? They've always lost. They're losing. They lose. They lose. It's like watching Joe Biden. He loses. Okay, so you predict how many wins then for the Lions this year, Mr. President? 
I predict all of two wins for the Lions. You know, they've got to win one or two, maybe, you know, just to make it look like they're trying, but they're going to lose so big. Okay, now uh, you used to run a football team, the New Jersey Generals, and then a lot of people blame you for destroying the USFL. Is that right? Well, they can blame all they want, you know, but the truth is the the organization was so failed from the beginning. You know, no one could turn that around, and I, I basically liquidated it when you think about it. Okay, so that that ended up going south. Is there any thoughts that possibly you could maybe one day own an NFL franchise, and how would you run it, and maybe uh, what would you call the team? I would call it, well, I think I should buy the Detroit Lions, quite frankly, because what is it, Sheila Ford or whatever, whoever owns it, she's doing so badly at it. I think I could I could probably get that organization for next to nothing, really. I, I don't even know how they still have accreditation with the NFL. Well, I mean, she's she's kind of turned the team. I think she's turning the team around. So are you, are you just not giving her credit because she's a woman? Is that because it sounds like a misogynist? No, I would never say that. She's 72 years old. She's so much older than me. You know? The thing is, the thing is, with with her, you know, she's, she, she won a couple of games, right? Big deal. Big deal. She can't win. She's never going to take them to the playoffs. Let's be honest about that. Well, they won. They won nine games last year, Mr. President. They were eight and two on the back half of the season. So that's kind of that's that's not even well, close. A lot more games than nine to win to get that big fraud. Well, you know that. Well, I know, but you said that they won two or three, so that's completely false. Well, that's all they're going to win this year, is what I said. You see, look, you're getting all the facts wrong, wrong like always. You're getting the facts so wrong, so incredibly wrong. Big fraud. You, you, you're just making stuff up as you go, as always. You're on a sports program now, right? Yes, yes. you got to get the facts right. <laughs> okay. Um, well, moving on, sir. What do you think about the Denver Nuggets? They won the world championship last night. Well, you know, you know, Magic Johnson uh, called me earlier today about that. It was so great, those Nuggets. You know, I've always said so much. In fact, you know, I, I probably, I could probably, you know, I think it's a, a wonderful organization when you think about it. That that uh, you know, Stan, what is it? Stan gets another title. Is that what? Is that right? I don't know what you're talking about. It sounds like you had a stroke there. Of course, big fraud. That was sounded horrible. You didn't really say anything. You just kind of mumbled a few things. Well, you know, the thing is about this, the Denver Nuggets. They may have they may have won these NBA finals, but let's be honest about it. Nobody's watching the NBA. Oh, come on now. There's there's plenty of people watching the NBA. You yeah, might you not know, be. I don't I don't Miami. think you are. I was are. just in Miami. I was just in Miami and I gotta say Miami is a loser town. You know, the that's where I got indicted. <sighs> Well, I, I wouldn't. I, I don't think you can indict the whole town just because because you got indicted. The Miami Heat. I think that's what we should do. We should go after the Miami Heat, who probably performed so miserably. I've been so busy, didn't watch the game, of course. But I understand they won. You know the. Uh, uh, the Nuggets won against Miami, right? Yeah, I, th- I think we've kind of exhausted your sports knowledge, sir, because for the past two or three minutes, you, you've been speaking, but you haven't really said anything. Has anybody ever questioned you about your speaking pattern? No whatever would ever question the president of the United States. I know so much about this. You're talking to the guy that maybe invented the vaccine that you took. I know so much knowledge, Big Broad Zane. Listen, I'm in a motorcade right now. I can barely concentrate, okay? We've got so much going on, I'm about to get into an aeroplane, and you're accusing me of not talking? You are such a fraud, big fraud. You're always fraudulating yourself around. 
you know what, Big Fraud, enjoy the rest of your sports program. I hope it works out for you. But yeah, but thank you, Mr. President. Uh, oh, he hung up. He hung up. That's uh, Trump on sports from uh, not long ago, right after that whole whole thing went down and he was uh charged and processed what a what a bizarre scenario that is ladies and gentlemen the huge show is is done for this the 6th of july uh everybody's telling you to check out a podcast you got to check out mine it's america's worst podcast that's right the eric zane show podcast get it wherever you download shows and if you like that there's something called a patreon where you actually pay me for for stuff that I do. It's like OnlyFans, but fully clothed. P-A-T-R-E-O-N, patreon.com slash Eric Zane. Thanks to Anthony Clark. Thanks to the Agars. Love them so much, folks. I will be back here tomorrow with you. Uh, part of the huge show across Michigan. Big. Bad. Huge.